0: Log TALK RADIO
1: You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network.
0: In the future, none of you are... Here
2: are you. are legends. Get driven, stay driven.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning in to our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs>
3: But why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard all around the world?
1: No, it's not. It's two hundred and fifty e e. That's right. Totally Jim Radio, two hundred fiftieth show. The best damn show not only heard around this fucking country, but around the goddamn globe. So how about that, all you motherfuckers out there? Yes, two fifty. How about that? I'm shocked. I truly am. Anyway, my name is Bay Ragney. We're here. We're live. Episode two fifty of Radio. We're back after a couple week vacation, and uh, so far, one of my co hosts has called in, and uh, I know he's on the road. He's uh, working his way back to his, his little home studio, back in the back in as as Lita Ford would say, back in the cave. Let's welcome to the show the one and only Mister Nick Wilkinson. What's going on there, buddy? Okay.
4: Hey, man, sorry about that. I had some jackass behind me honking their horn, so I had to, uh, you know, <laughs> put, put them in their place. But, yeah, man, 250 <laughs> episodes, hell yeah. As uh, Starfire d- would say, shama lama mu
1: <laughs> Dude, for now on, don't ever mute out when you need to curse somebody out. I, I mean, that's just good <laughs> radio. Don't ever do that. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, man. man. Well, speaking of cursing people out, uh, a man I talked about in in our little preview video before we went live, he's now he called in. He's here, and uh, I hope this man doesn't mute his phone out if he's in a Wawa and has to curse somebody out because they're in his way. Let's welcome to the show (laughs) from down south in the land of uh, Hurricane Irma, almost, Mr. Jimmy Genaro. What's going on?
5: Hey, right now I am outdoors. In the beautiful evening uh weather here for now <laughs> a few days off of uh a few days off from Irma, so we'll get something here eventually, but yeah, everybody's hunkering down man, it's been crazy here. the Wawas are ridiculous because of the gas. it is just absolutely ridiculous, man, I went last night three o'clock in the morning. I was hungry. Went to Wawa for a hoagie. I couldn't get into the parking lot because the lines for the gas were so long. It was ridiculous. No, it really was. No, have
0: jacked up the gas
5: prices? <laughs> no, I mean it's going up. It it, it went up actually before because of uh, Harvey, and I guess you know the the gas did go up to two sixty nine. But that was where Wawa cut it off at. So it's been two sixty nine for like the last two weeks.
4: Wow. So it's just so. a general sort of panic
5: yeah it's everybody that's either evacuating uh they're they're running and they're they're going with gas or uh people with generators who are you know who are getting these like you know these huge uh you know gas tubs and and they're they're filling those things up to uh keep their generators going i guess for a few days so now
0: will you stay or will you just
4: will will you flee? If it's a sad
2: no. or do you have
5: like a plan in in motion? No, I well, I mean I, I have a general plan, but uh, I'm not gonna flee. I, I'm not gonna head out. Uh, I don't think the car would make it. My car is your has, general uh, plan? Don't drown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm about I'm about twenty miles inland. I'm about twenty minutes from the beach, twenty miles from the beach. Um, so I'm a little bit inland. I don't think I'm on a floodplain, but then again, I mean, depending on how much it floods, you're never on a floodplain, right? Right.
4: Uh, right. I, I believe so, all of Florida is a floodplain. <laughs> I'm
5: sure it is. It's like Louisiana. We're <laughs> below sea level at some point, you know, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. But other than that, I mean, as far, you know, I have my hurricane shutters, uh, and, uh, the roofs that uh, that we have here are rated for up to 150 mile an hour winds now wow. I know I know Irma right now is is a little bit higher than that but you never know what's going to come off or where it's exactly going to hit so um, but if worse comes to worse I do have a few offers to there are some hotels in the area uh, you know so I do have offers to go if I need to but I you know last year for that Matthew storm uh, that caught it like maybe a few miles up the up the road from us uh didn't hurt us that bad so thank god so we'll see you know it's one of those things you never know where it's going to hit they don't know where it's going to hit yet they're just projecting you know and they and they always give the worst case scenario but unfortunately man it's just been scary these people are on the news every day now i know they're trying to look out for people and they're trying to uh, you know, help people survive, but God bless man. It's just, it, you know, it, they don't know for sure, but they're scaring the shit out of people. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So it's it's kinda it's kind of a double edged sword. I know they want to save people's lives, but you know, God bless, man. <laughs> Come on. Well, uh, uh, hey, we'll I, I, want I, I want to talk more
1: I wanna talk more about the this whole Hurricane Irma thing and, and I got questions, I'm sure Nick does too. But uh Kristen is actually on the phone, and I know she was live on set. So let's, uh, Kristen, you're live on the air.
6: Hi,
7: how are you? Happy anniversary. How are you
1: doing? Thank you so much.
7: That's a big milestone. Congratulations.
1: I know. Thank you. You know, I I really need to uh, sit down and go through the archives and figure out when you started, because I know you've probably been here for at least 150 of those episodes, if not more.
7: Oh my gosh, that's crazy to even imagine. It's
1: <laughs> been a long time, my friend.
7: It has. That's a great, though. I love it.
1: So, all right, Like the big news, like, in your world, which becomes now our world, Yes. Dancing with the stars.
7: Yes, cast was announced officially on Wednesday, although it had been spoiled online before then. But I think um some interesting cast members. I would say more interesting than prior seasons. I think a lot of people are excited that T.O. is on the show. Um, I'm sure a lot of people also recognize Debbie Gibson's name, so that's kind of another big one. Um, and then Nick and Vanessa Lachey, of course. If people know Nick Lachey, his brother, Drew, actually won the show going back to season two with Cheryl Burke. So it's a kind of a big oh, full wow. circle moment.
1: Was that long ago?
7: It was that long ago. Isn't that crazy?
1: Wow. I'm
7: Yeah. It was a long time ago. So <laughs> we'll be doing the envelope game, of course, again. So we'll pick our top four and uh, decide who we think is going to be in the finals. I know that you already have, like, some ideas in mind.
1: I'll tell you what. Now now that I'm actually sitting and looking at this uh, this roster, they definitely stepped up from last season.
7: Way up, and I mean, it was one of those that I did not have to go around and Google, and I hate it, because like, sometimes I'm like, I'm an entertainment reporter, and I have to Google a name on Dancing with the Stars, but I think that there's a lot of recognizable names, and for them, this is a big milestone season, it's 25, so I think that they tried to do their best and, and get a lot of familiar names. Derek Fisher from you know the Lakers, I think that that's another one that'll sort of bring people in. Athletes have a tendency to do pretty well, usually football players, basketball players,
0: a
1: little bit harder. Yeah. Yeah, well uh well, was the first one I heard
7: and uh
1: I'm in. <laughs> go <Tio>. T O <laughs> And, and
7: T O has a great he a great pro. Cheryl Burke is fantastic with athletes so I would I would consider him a good bet at least to go beyond the halfway point.
1: I well I, I think he'll go further than that.
7: Maybe he's a top four tender. you never know. <laughs>
1: uh now how about um the uh the husband wife, uh, like you you said, uh, Nick was Shea and his wife. I mean that's gotta be a real interesting thing.
7: Yeah, and what they did and this is what I think is pretty clever, um, Nick and Vanessa have I don't want to say a newborn but I'm gonna say probably like a six month old baby. So of course they have they wanna have adjusted hours. So they put them with Max and Peta, who just got married this summer, they have an almost one-year-old, so I think it works well. You have a husband and wife versus a husband and wife, and they also have families, so I think that they are going to understand the schedule and everything else, and not, you know, so why aren't you rehearsing ten hours a day? You know what? I got to go home and feed my baby. They get it.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's that's going to, you know, I wonder like whoever the first one eliminated is going to be like,
7: yeah, is
1: there going to be a...
7: <laughs> all right, I'm going to throw it out there, because I think that this person might be eliminated first, even though it's a recognizable name, um, because I don't think he's moved very well. I watched him on Good Morning America, and I was like, okay, Frankie Munez, who's paired with Whitney Carson. Everyone knows him from Malcolm in the Middle, but first of all, he's been out of the public eye for almost a decade, and second of all, he didn't look like he was a great dancer. <laughs>
4: I'm with you on that. Frankie Mina is definitely the first one to go.
7: Yeah. (laughs) I feel like he's in the Chris Catan position who also had Whitney last season. So that's kind of – I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe not put Frankie in your top four.
1: Now something like that, like how – say he does go first. Uh, I mean, could that, like, affect Whitney to where they would say to her, like, you know what, like, we're going to move on?
7: You know, they do love her. So, you know, she's been in even if she even though she hasn't done well with her partners in the last few seasons. But here's the thing, if they don't appear on the show, the pros don't get paid. So unless they're used in a pro number that week, or they dance with the troupe, or they they wind up as a, you know, an extra dancer in one of the contestants um, pieces. They sit at home and they make zero paycheck. So the goal for the pros even is to keep their contestant on as long as possible because it also keeps their own money flowing. Oh, so when it comes to the pros, do
4: they um, is just their strategy involved, like with the producers and stuff, or, or is it sort of just a lottery as to who gets? Because it seems like there's maybe some of them that are like a better chance at winning that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was curious yeah. as to how that all works out. Like, they, don't, I'm assuming the celebrities themselves don't get a say as to who their pro is.
7: Um, they can. If they really want the celebrity, you can request. Barbara Corcoran uh, requested from Shark Hank, She requested Keo. She really wanted him as a pro. And um, Emma Slater um, is partnered up with Drew Scott from Property Brothers. He requested her. So there is some leverage there. Also, if you're a very popular pro like Val Shmierkovsky, you know you're always going to get a high-profile candidate who will probably last at least halfway through the competition or longer. Um, Val has Victoria Arlen, who's a Paralympic athlete, and I think her story is incredible. She was paralyzed for uh, almost a decade and just learned to walk last year. Um, after an autoimmune disorder sort of rendered her in a vegetative state, so because that's a high-profile story and it's going to be inspirational and everything else, they give it to Val because that becomes a good opportunity for him to stick around and for you know her to to you know just get, get her story out of her and her message, which I think is really important.
0: That's that's, that's good. Good. Yeah. yeah.
7: So there was a lot of politics. There's a lot of politics, and you know, just like all of our jobs.
1: How about um? Uh, oh, that was oh, the one from uh from Shark Tank.
7: Shark Tank, Barbara Corcoran.
1: Uh, yes.
7: Yeah, yeah, she's par- partnered with Keo Mosepe. Um, I, you know, on paper you would think she's the o- oldest contestant, and she'll probably go first. I don't think she's going to go first. Um, I don't think she's going to be the best dancer, but she's got a lot of spunk and a lot of spirit, and she's really excited to do the show, and that goes a long way. And I think people are going to like her, so we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, she was pretty funny with uh, the comment she was making about how she hopes to have something to push uh, push her butt up and uh, have extra tight pantyhose for her. To yeah, things.
7: and she loves her partner. <laughs> she requested Keo, so, you know, she's happy to be there. She thinks he's super handsome, so she's totally digging it.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome.
4: you know what guys though? I was just looking at the list, and I want to change my pick because uh I really want Nikki Bella to be eliminated before Frankie knew that.
7: <laughs> I love it right.
1: That is so funny, so i uh, I
7: hate to I have to go, actually, they're calling me back to set. So.
1: I was just going to say, yeah, before you go, yeah. uh, all right, well, hey, Kristen, thank you as always, and uh we'll talk more next week.
7: All right, sounds good. I'll hopefully have some Emmys for you guys.
1: Sweet. Take care.
7: You bet. Take care. Bye. Bye.
1: All right, well, there she goes. Kristen Burt. Check her out all over social media. She is a busy bee. I don't even know what she's on set for. I have no idea. I didn't even get that I know.
4: I, I saw on Instagram she was at the Creative Arts Emmys last week. So, yeah, I mean, she's she just jam-packed.
1: Yeah. Wow. She's totally driven. She truly is. So check her out, Kristen Burke. K R I S T Y N B U R T T. That's K R I S. Can I say it right? K R I S T Y N B U R T T. So I'll ask you real quick, Nick. Now that you see the list, any uh, any person stand out that you think will win?
2: Um,
4: I don't know. You know, as much as I don't want to. Uh, vote for Terrell Owens I think he's probably got a good shot he's uh, he's really sort of gifted when it comes to the um, what do they call that like body control you know what I mean like I I think it would be um, it would not be the smart move to underestimate him because football players have done pretty well on the show as well Um, but honestly I'm really hoping that it's one of the
0: Lachey oh wow that's a cool story The, the
4: The, the narrative is
5: cool, right? The husband and wife with
1: a husband and wife pro. Yeah, totally.
5: I would say yeah. you would be right about Ter- Terrell Owens, Nick, if one thing. See, any of the other football players, the one thing they had is they actually listened to their coaches. Terrell <laughs> Owens is the best at listening to other people tell him what to do. You know I mean? yeah well you you do have a point
4: there to to it, <laughs>
5: yeah. uh, that's the only thing that's the only thing that I could see that would be a detriment to owens so this this
4: cast is pretty the last couple casts we've been talking about how dancing with the stars doesn't seem to really connect with the younger audience, but they've been they've been really trying lately, you know they have the youtubers on and they have that weird blonde kid on and uh this year they have one of the pretty little liars on. So, I mean, they're, they're trying to really, you know, maintain that sort of uh, connection to pop culture and youth and stuff. So give them credit for that.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, also too going back to the whole T.O. thing, I, I really think um, there's a guy who um, he still could have played football for a few more years. And because of his attitude, he got kind of blackballed. And uh, I, I, this is his uh, – I, I know he went through the money problems and trying to find a job and stuff like that. I think this is his uh, his shot. Is This is probably the only shot he can get at some type of greatness and, and some type of, you know what I mean, boost to his career that is so needed. So I think he might no. –
4: it, it is crazy, right? Like, I mean, he was on his way. Like, like he – a lot of people assumed he was going to be the next, like, Deion Sanders, you know what I mean? And then he just sort of fell
8: apart.
1: Once uh, the Eagles let him go, it was just downhill from there. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Like 12 years ago. Mm. I don't know, so yeah It's going to be an interesting season of Dancing with the Stars so. uh, all right, well, We got like 20 minutes before our first guest call and So I, I wanted to uh, go back to Janetti uh, and the whole Hurricane Irma thing And uh, actually Nick, you asked uh, the first question I was going to ask too was, um, so I was, I was asking Jess about this before we went on the air Was, um, I don't know if you felt it out there Nick But after the whole hurricane in Texas uh gas prices here they jumped up 75 cents a gallon so i i hadn't seen them mention it i was like damn i wonder if they're like gouging them poor people down in florida as they're trying to get away
4: yeah that's pretty i know in arizona we don't we're not really feeling the effects of it i i think we probably even get most of our gas from a different source so nothing has really
5: changed here but uh we'll say yeah, they were there were a few places that, that gouged. There's a couple places that went up to like three fifty a gallon. Blah blah blah. Um, but they got they got beat up pretty bad. Those people and also the airlines were gouging people. Um, at one point, really? somebody, somebody had told me that a flight normally a flight you pay three four hundred bucks um, for a flight up to New York wherever. You know out of out of uh, out of Florida, uh some of them were going up to three thousand dollars for a day. Oh. and the governor the governor stepped in and and basically said, uh-uh," and now jetBlue is flying people out for like a hundred dollars uh, so they're trying to fly people out and, and get it done but even then uh Gangrel was traveling is traveling actually up to New Jersey. Uh, for a show this weekend For that okay. SWF promotion And originally he had A first class ticket uh, They couldn't get the crew To wherever the bo- wherever the uh, uh, Plane was He then got stuck In a middle seat in coach On a flight And they were still looking for the crew So I don't know if he's flown out As of yet but that was like six hours ago Wow. So they're not doing well with this, and and the roads are actually ridiculous. Um, you know, last night it wasn't too bad, very late, but <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, the keys are all evacuated. The Florida keys are all been in evacuated, and they're mandatory. Right. And you know, they haven't really given us. A mandatory thing but again I'm about 20 miles inland from the beach so and I don't now, know at, if I'm really blood at blood any,
1: blood any blood point blood. did you think uh, of leaving
5: yeah at one point I was you know I, I thought I'd just take the dog because I can still go technically even if the car you know my car isn't crazy it's 2009 and I've abused that thing quite badly the years um, car. Oh, definitely. Absolutely, definitely. It's it's going to Philadelphia, to Florida, and back uh, a few times. Um, So, yeah, it's – I could make it. and I'm 12 hours from Virginia. So, you know, within 12 hours I could be gone, and it wouldn't be an an issue. Uh, So, if it looks that way. But, again, they don't know where this is going to hit. You know, we're going to get something, however bad it is. The worst thing I think overall, the worst thing I'm worried about overall, is being without electricity. Right, it sucks as hot as it is here in my air conditioning. Uh, so yeah, if worst comes to worst. I might take the dog and go to one of the hotels
1: after, but who knows? Now, is your house uh, is it made of concrete or?
5: Yeah, yeah, it's a okay. uh, you know brick mortar. It's technically it's a brick and mortar deal. Um, and I am in the maze of houses that I am in. It was like made for that. There's not much wind that goes down, you know what I mean? Okay. The street, just because of, of where they have the walls at and so forth. So now, not to say that, that it's not going to hit us. Sure. Um, but it's not going to hit us. It's not going to hit my house directly. Right. In like, you know, okay. other hurricane, words, actually built. Like uh in
1: that in mind.
5: Right, I think so. I think so. It's you know, the way they put the house, as you can tell because it's it's very difficult to you get breezes every now and again, but you don't get like, you know, the massive wind gust just because you know, there's a house in the way usually. So or a wall. Well, we'll so do. I mean, like a,
1: I, I'm probably more worried about it than you are.
5: Yeah. I mean, look, it's it's one way or another it's going to happen. I, I, again, I could take off if I need to, but
1: you know. Well, no yeah. prayers <laughs> for you and the dog and everybody else yeah. down there. Wow. <clears throat> Gary, yeah. it's a scary time man, with these freaking storms.
5: Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, I felt for the people of Texas last week and Harvey. Uh, but, yeah, and there is there is right now uh, two other hurricanes in the Atlantic. There's one right behind Irma. They don't know where that's going yet. And then there's one off that's going to probably hit somewhere in Mexico soon the next day or so.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jose and Katya.
5: Yes, mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's, they are Hurricane Jose and Hurricane Katya.
1: What the hell can they, is I do know that?
4: I don't know, but I don't, tru- I don't trust the Russian one, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Now, Bay, what about you? Okay, we, we, we heard Jimmy's plan, he's, For right now he's hunkering down. What what about Bay ragney if, if you were in that situation? Well, would your ass be halfway to the Poconos or what?
1: That's a damn good question dude um see like if, if it was just me like jeantty if if it was just me I'd probably stick it out um, but with with uh with, you know the family and all i i'd i probably head out although i i mean i guess where where would i head from here i guess i we' go to the Poconos. <laughs>
5: Yeah,
8: that's yeah. true. Well, yeah, I
5: mean, you guys have gotten hurricanes before up the up the East Coast, and this one oh, yeah. could technically uh, come up the East Coast. I mean, that's that's what they're they're saying. So, mm. you know, it could make a, a severe right turn and, and just right up the East Coast, and you're going to get it. Right. So, it's not a you know nothing happens in Virginia. You didn't have
1: these problems when you were in Virginia, did you?
5: No, nothing like this happened The worst thing we had was that fucking snowstorm And we're in the mountains So we're in the mountains Yeah, dude, I was going to say When I was in Virginia, there were two blizzards So let's, I mean (laughs) No, but it was very rare the The two times that you were there But that was like, you know They were two years in a row, actually but the clouds just came in and settled in the mountains and fucked the snow up for, like, days. But other than that, there's not, not much that, you know, in all the 20 years that I was there, those are the only two snowstorms that I really, you know, went through. So, oh wow. nothing else. Nothing else happens up there.
1: Meanwhile, you've been in Florida for, what, two years now, three years, and, and you're getting bombarded sure. with fucking hurricanes.
5: Yeah, this is my this is my second uh, major hurricane, technically. The one we avoided last year, Matthew, and then uh, this one. Yeah. So. But again, if I had a family, if I had you know kids and, and all that, I would I would have been out. I would have been out and going up and and you know, <coughs> went back. to Kenya for a few days. Right. Which would have been good because Boogie's graduation is Sunday. His graduating huh. class graduates Sunday, so I, I should have gone, is what I should have gone. But I didn't
1: See that? It was calling. Uh, it was.
5: But until Wednesday, we had a showdown here, <laughs> technically. So I couldn't really. Oh, now, has
4: everything been shut down in the Boom Boom room? Is everything okay? Yeah, they're. they're
5: <laughs> no, they're, they'll stay open, I'm sure, till about Friday night, depending on, you know. Because now, right now, they're saying Saturday, Sunday is when this thing is supposed to hit. And, you know, right now, today was actually very nice, except for being extremely hot. And, you know, tomorrow is supposed to be very nice, too. So, (laughs) we'll see. So, I'm sure they won't do anything until the rain starts.
0: That's crazy.
1: So. One thing, uh, our first call will be calling in about ten minutes. So, um, I put it out there, uh, you know, for people to call and leave voicemails. So, I wanted to play a few before uh, our first guest calls in. Um, now, me, like the freaking idiot that I am, for two days I was putting it out there for people to call and leave voicemails, and if naturally, uh, you know, because I am a true brainiac, I was giving out the wrong number. <laughs> I was put, I don't I don't know what was that well you know because uh, uh, it was area code four eight four and I don't even know the rest of the number offhand but um because I'm area code six one zero I would put down six one zero and I just wasn't even thinking and then finally you know when you need somebody to make the save you, you look for that hero. And that hero just happened to be Batman, <laughs> uh, our good friend, Dark Knight of PA Cosplay, who is truly freaking Batman here in the Philadelphia area and beyond. Um, he was the cosplayer, uh, future cosplayer in the first issue of our magazine. He, uh, he said, you know, he gave me a heads up. because he goes, dude, I keep calling and leave me a message, and it's, uh, it's busy. I'm like, busy? I'm like, that's weird. So then I called it from my phone, you know, and it rang, went right through. I'm like... Well, I told him, I'm like, dude, it's ringing. He's. And he tried again. He goes, no, it's busy. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh. Then I realized. So I finally got that straightened out late yesterday. So I got a handful of messages. And uh, I, I got to play Batman's first because it is truly tremendous. So here he is, Batman.
9: Hi, Bay. I'm Batman. It's the Dark Knight of VA. <laughs> calling in to congratulate you on your 250th episode. Keep up the great work. Stay driven. You know, it's funny your 250th episode kind of falls in line with the 25th anniversary of Batman the Animated Series, the revolutionary cartoon that ushered in the modern DC animated universe. However, along with the good, sometimes you have to take the bad, it's also the 25th anniversary of Harley Quinn, And I think you've heard, instead of giving her her own day, DC is allowing her to take over Batman Day. Well, I say, down with clowns. Make Batman Day great again. Come out to Ontario Street Comics on Batman Day and show your support for The Dark Knight, not the clown princess of crime. Again, congratulations. Stay driven.
5: Batman out.
1: (laughs) I freaking love that.
2: I think Batman's
5: <laughs> a little bitter there. A little uh, bitter that Harley's taking over his spotlight a little bit.
1: Can you blame him?
5: Uh, you know what? Hey, he's 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 been around for seventy what seven years now, I think. So, you know, look, he can he can afford to spend a little spotlight trying to put the chick over. <laughs> That's what they're doing in all of this stuff. They're trying to put the women over now. Doctor Who, all this crap. They're they're taking over, man. Can't be bitter about it. Uh, Well, you can, but... (laughs) Look, even even (laughs) Irma. Even the chick's friggin' hurricane's coming for us.
1: (laughs) Uh, Too freaking funny. Too freaking funny. So, all right, let me see what other ones I got here. So, uh, there's a guy uh, here in the Philadelphia area. um, He goes by the nickname of Bullwinkle, and he's been he's been a force in uh, the music scene in this area for 35 years. And I've known the name of, of it's Mike Bullwinkle. Um, for many years, back from being a teenager, or, you know, hanging out back in the days of the Empire, I always remember seeing his name or hearing his name around the scene. Never really knew who he was and um, really got to become friends with him over the past year once we started promoting shows and um, especially the whole fiasco that went down a few months back with the whole Whiskey Tango thing. And uh, he actually left a message a little while ago. before We went live on the air and was really Really a touching message. I mean, somebody I was really, I was really moved. I'm, I'm an emotional freaking guy anymore. But um, I, it was really it was really a moving message. I don't know. It meant a lot to me. So here it is. This is from Bullwinkle.
4: Hey, this is Bullwinkle from Bullwinkle Entertainment. I want to congratulate you, Bay, and the entire staff at Totally Driven Radio for 250 amazing broadcasts. Having been in this local entertainment business myself for 35 years and I hosted a radio show, I know it can be very daunting at times, very challenging. But I must say, Bay, that you pull it off very smoothly with sincerity and professionalism. We need more people like you, Bay, in our local entertainment scene, without a doubt. You have one hell of a great show. I wish you many more episodes, and I wish you the best always in everything that you do. Totally driven radio rocks.
1: Thanks to Bullwinkle. That was awesome. Yeah, man. So let me see what else we got here. <clears throat> no, we got one. You know, uh, our good friend Marcus Scott is coming on. He'll be calling in in about an hour, um, which <laughs> not only do I love Marcus Scott, but I love his people because they're so freaking dedicated. And they now, they, they truly, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember when he was on a few weeks back, uh, you know, we opened the phone lines and we had a bunch of callers from that. His fans called him. And he called one of them, I think it was Private Mibs he called her. Uh Michelle Mibs. Well, he, they turned around They have uh, the Marcus Scott Facebook group on Facebook. Well they recently turned it into the army and and now they like are like privates and generals and sergeants. It, it it's freaking awesome. But uh I have a message from one of the uh one of the army uh from Danielle. Uh I'm not gonna play it yet, I'm gonna wait until Mark calls in to play it. So uh, I don't want to spoil that fun. But uh I got one here. I got a couple from other show hosts. This one's from a uh, Magic Mike, who uh he does pro wrestling now and more on Wednesday nights for all you wrestling fans. So here's uh here's Magic Mike giving us a little uh little congrats for our two hundred and
8: fiftieth. Hey Bay, Nick, and Givetti. This is Magic Mike from Pro Wrestling Now and more. I just want to congratulate you guys on an excellent job, 250 episodes. So, guys, this is what I want from you. Since I'm a wrestling fan and a retired manager, I want you guys to keep up the good work. I want you guys to keep talking about comics. I want you guys to keep talking about music. I want you guys to keep talking about the celebrities and everything. And I want you guys to have the best guests. And I want you guys to have a great show. So for me, to you guys, I just want to say, just let's, let's keep it going and let's get rocking. Get rocking. Winning. Keep going. Stay totally driven, everybody. Enjoy.
1: Peace out! Boom, there you go, Magic Mike, and he almost forgot who you were, Genady. Um,
5: you know what? Two things. I, I really, I first off, I'm kind of—it's a double-edged sword in this thing. I'm really glad you didn't have a on by. I think that's my first thing. <laughs> my second thing is I'm kind of you know ticked because you even had to play that at all. Ah.
1: Uh-huh. Let's give love to Magic Mike. As a matter of fact, let's open up the phone lines to Magic Mike. I think this is... No! Oh, man, <laughs> actually, I,
2: I, actually, I had to listen is, to the damn promo. I didn't want to listen to this.
1: <laughs> this is somebody else, and I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Is this the one and only my brother, Mr. CK? How you doing, brother? How you doing? And brothers. Brothers. <laughs> I don't know where Nick went. His phone dropped. I, I must've, He must have oh, just got him home or something. I don't know. He better... Uh, Get back on the line because his favorite guest is calling in in two minutes. <laughs> I'll
10: keep it quick. Hey, good luck. I want to wish you a congratulations to you, Bay, to Nick, to Jenny. You guys are great guys. Um, proud of been calling in at first and now having a show on the same network. Uh, getting driven, stay driven is a great motto. Um, something I think all of us know. Welcome to the same school, School of Hard Knocks, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, making everybody proud and, and I'm proud of my brothers. So, um, Thank you, Congratulations Chris. to 250 great shows So uh, what time your guest
1: coming on? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to hang out for a little while You're more than welcome
10: Nah, I don't want to tell you, uh, But I wish you guys a lot of luck um, Proud to be here, man Get driven, stay driven Have a great show
1: Thanks, Chris And everybody Love tune it, in brother. Monday nights, 8 mm-hmm. o'clock Where Chris Kelly mm-hmm. uh, will be talking He talks all things 80s and more He talks everything Mm-hmm whether it's you know movie, music, fashion, whatever strikes his fancy in the world of entertainment. Now, do you have uh, you, your uh, co-host with you still? I, I I haven't talked to you.
10: God, she's traveling all over the place, as you always know. So I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Monday, this Monday, I'm still debating whether to do a show or not because I I know you know. Uh, this Monday, has so much things in there. this. Probably it's nine eleven. It's an anniversary of nine eleven. So
0: oh geez.
10: Um, um yeah, actually, as you know, I lost a cousin nine nine. Right. It was a very uh, big day in my family. So, I'm still on the show. I don't know. I'm do it if I follow my heart on that day. But uh, she'll be in and out, my co-host. I, I can guarantee you that as usual. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the support that everybody calls in with, it, it's great. Um, what else is I going to tell you? Uh, totally drew a blank. I'm like a nervous caller now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, um,
0: I, I know we see, haven't I heard you
10: say I know, I, we haven't um, I did see you see, say you're going to have Patsy On the next uh, next week's episode um, And I saw somebody commented under your your live video Maybe trying to get, uh, you know, the Fonz on there I did see the Fonz Is going to be in a new show on like the Disney channel So I don't know if you were aware oh, of that right? I thought that's kind of cool Because he doesn't do much of anything anymore, you know He
1: was, he so, was waiting, um Children's books a few years back.
10: Yeah. So that's probably tied into it. This may even be based on his children's book. It's like it's named as like a teacher, like Mr. So I, I can't get the name. It. it may say be Mr. Pepitone's class, something like that. Um, um, so maybe it's based
1: on his books. But uh, something
10: to ask Patsy about if he knows it. Um, uh, or Anthony, uh, you know, you know, I would love to. Mr. Weber.
1: Anton Weber. Or, yeah, Patsy Weber, Anton Williams.
10: So who do you have on um, your guest tonight? I'm sure what's your list like.
1: Uh, let's see. Coming up, for, let me, I'm gonna run down my my list real quick. I gotta to refer to it. All right, so we got Conan first, Krigara. Uh, Conan second is Christine Hazel from Hell's Kitchen. Conan third, Top of the Hour, Rachel Loren. Conan wow. after. <laughs> <laughs> Conan after
10: Rachel you What's that? You, you gotta ask her. I saw her online. She was hanging out with Dice Clay. Yes, Um,
1: she was out in Hollywood for a minute. minute minute. Living it up, yeah. She was at a movie premiere with Charlie Sheen, and oh yeah, Mm -hmm. that is a name. I mean, people really got to remember that name because did you see that? She was in this contest for um, Cinnabon, Kula, one of their drinks or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was her and five other contestants. There was twelve mm-hmm. million total votes. Rachel had eleven million votes. <laughs> like come
0: Out of on here. What? Yes, <laughs>
1: Yes.
10: Clean How Cinnabon, insane man. is that? Holy Cinnabon, Batman.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah, so Rachel will be calling it at nine. Uh, our good friend Rob Carlisle from the Composions will be calling in after Rachel. Uh, then will be Mark Scott of Trickster, which we have this, people are going nuts waiting for Mark. Uh, mm-hmm. Then our good friend, Mr. Henry Reif, the Pitbull, ATV Daredevil will be calling in. Uh, Black Man. Black Man will be calling in. Uh, Glow Girl, <laughs> Girl Roxy Astor will be calling in. Uh, the band Roughhouse will be calling in. Uh, guitar player from heaviest Texas, Marzi Montezari will be calling in, and also I think um, I don't know if uh, Nick and Janette, you remember we had a it was actually almost a year ago uh, Ashley Burgess. She uh, she does like a talk show. She's out of Texas actually. She's pretty pretty big out in Texas. Um, she might be calling in as well later in the show. So yeah,
10: excellent man, totally excellent. Yeah. Well, listen, I'll tie you up. Have a great show, Janette. Be safe. And, uh, Nick, whenever you come back, yo, all right, guys, have a great night.
1: Take care, Chris. Thanks, man. Peace out. You should be CK out. CK out. (laughs) Hey.
4: Good man. Good man. Yo, did you see that the guys from Red, Sudden Rising, they're in, like, Europe right now.
1: Yeah, I, I did see that. I did. It was like so many people I was going to reach out to like three people who I did reach out to that were planning the call in tonight, but they're like in the middle of filming and taping, uh, the count from counting cars, um, byling she's in New York filming a movie or something. Um, Roy Wood Jr., he's another one. Like I've talked to these people, and wanted to come on. They're just filming and, and actually, I think I gave them wrong for numbers need message them. Uh, <laughs> I don't help matters.
0: Uh, That's
1: funny. Yeah, so yeah. let me see here. Yeah, yeah so waiting for Creegar. So let's let's play another message. We got um, we got Mojo. Mr. Mojo on Saturday mornings, our sports show.
11: Hey, this is Mojo from the Mojo Sports Show. Calling in to congratulate you guys on a 250th show. What a great milestone for Totally Driven Radio and for Totally Driven Network. And just keep up the good work, you guys are a flagship station. And just keep up the good work. It's very impressive. 250 shows. Look forward to another 250. I will. I will be listening tonight. So. Stay
1: driven. And congratulations, guys. Thank you, Mojo. This yeah, Saturday, yeah. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., tune in. He's talking all the world of sports. A lot of New York sports, but you don't have to be a New York sports fan because he will talk everything because he freaking knows everything. He's, he is an encyclopedia of sports. And he gives out prizes, yeah. too. He gives out more prizes than we do. And I got a bucket of prizes I need to give out. <laughs> so <laughs> I should just give our prizes to Mojo to give out. Tune in the Mojo show and get CDs. <laughs> and Mojo
5: will have a lot to talk about being New York got cheated on by Boston. You hear about that?
1: You know what? I heard something no. about it, but I didn't really investigate into it.
5: It was uh they they uh were stealing Boston was stealing call signs from New York. Uh, electronically, so they got. Busted. I was
1: through their phone or it's, something, right? Was that how they were doing it?
5: Yeah, yeah. However, they were doing it. They were stealing them somehow, but it was now all, all teams steal call signs. It's not a you know a major thing, but you're not supposed to do it with any kind of electronics or, or technology. <laughs> so you know because that you know so. That's too yeah funny. they did it. they got busted, but they haven't been punished yet, so we'll see what happens. but I'm sure he will be talking about that a lot
1: <laughs> well, actually he might not be because he's a Mets fan, he's not even a Yankees fan. I'm a Yankees fan, and he's still,
5: <laughs> still I'm saying you know not not because it's a team, but it'd be I'm sure you know Boston cheated on new york doesn't doesn't sure. matter what team they cheated on. It's Boston cheated on New York So if they're doing <laughs> it to the Yankees They're doing it to everybody else too Exactly
1: <laughs> Oh man oh man There was What That was I going to say ding 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 was going to say I forget I freaking forget Let's see all right, we have our first caller. <laughs> Let's see who this is.
5: It better not be Mike.
1: It's not Mike. <laughs> <laughs> who <are you>? uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, who's this? You're on the air, live on the air. Hey, this is Kragara. I'm so sorry. It's my phone you. is just, like
12: crazy.
1: <clears throat> it's you.
12: I'm so sorry that my phone is like made me eight minutes late. I'm literally the worst. <laughs>
1: Nah, come on. You're not the worst. Not not on this show, ever. Ever.
12: Congratulations on 250 episodes, guys. That's that's crazy and incredible.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
12: (laughs) How are you guys doing?
1: We're doing good, we're, you know we're, yeah, we're, we're really excited, and I, you know I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, I was excited like this morning, like and I sent that email over to you last night to confirm things for today. All I've yeah. heard for the last week was, I can't wait to wait to talk to Krigar about this article. I can't wait, and I'm like, dude, I haven't even Uh-oh. sent it to yet. So I'm, I said to him, I said, I'm going to send it over to her once we confirm things, and I sent it over to you last night, and I woke up this morning and I had your email and I read it. And I was like, Nick is going to shit himself. So
12: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That article was probably the sweetest thing anybody has ever written about me, but most importantly, this project. Like you guys have been by far my greatest encouragers and supporters in this project, but for Nick Mm -hmm. to sell it out kinda like that Mm -hmm. it was just
4: amazing. It was, and I, well, I wanted to, you know, we've had you on the show a couple times, so our listeners, they're sort of familiar by now, but since it was going out in print, I wanted to give a little bit of background, and then really sort of, I mean, they even said when, the first time he read it, he was like, dude, dude, your article made me want to go and re-listen to the single.
12: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is, I mean, The way that you did, like, imagery throughout the whole thing, like, really, I told, like, I emailed Bay, I was like, I don't think I could have worded what I meant this project to be better than you did. Like, I think you captured my idea better than I did.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you know what? I'm just proud to be able to have a hand in, you know, promoting your stuff and uh, letting the world know.
12: Yeah, well, you guys are so, so kind.
1: But, you know, it was funny, too, because he kept he kept writing it and rewriting it and rewriting it. And finally, he just sent it to me. He's like, dude, I'm just sending it to you now, because otherwise I'm just going to keep <laughs> rewriting it over and over and over.
12: Oh, my gosh. I need to meet you guys in person like this has got to stop. I think it's been over a year of us talking on the phone. We just have to find a way to meet in person.
1: You know what? I, I think it's been over. Yeah, I think it's been more like two years now. <laughs>
12: Oh my gosh, that's insane Time flies, you guys
1: It it really is It is flying And you, like, (laughs) uh, you know I I was going through your stuff Trying to, like, figure out some little things to talk to you about I see, like, now this has to be super exciting Like, for any artist But you you were, I think it might have been even Today you were putting up there, like, how People are, uh, you know, your music's on Spotify now And people are, Mm -hmm. like, finding it And adding it to their playlist and all that I mean, do you get notifications of that when that happens?
12: Well, I don't, it might sound kind of self-indulgent, but I kind of go out and look for it because I want to see, you know, if people are adding it to their playlists, and I get notifications from, like, if people tag me on Twitter or Instagram saying, hey, I added your stuff to my playlist, but sometimes just because I get excited about it, I go out and look and see what I can find, and it's so cool, like, just the random kind of playlist that the songs end up into, because to me, like, when I listen to music of the same genre I like have a playlist of all cinematic kind of songs and I listen to it all at once or I'm kind of like a genre by genre person Um, (laughs) but then like one of the pictures I posted like there's Kanye and Drake and like all these different crazy rap artists and then there's me and then like there's another playlist where it's like Mumford and Sons and the Mice Men and like all these things and then there's me (laughs) so it's very random but like how freaking cool is it to be in a playlist with those same people that people love my music as much as they're loving that.
1: That's awesome. And then you see like some of the playlists, I think one was like fire pit playlist. So like now you realize that people (laughs) are sitting around a fire pit listening to your music.
12: Right. Which I think (laughs) the funniest thing is that Heights is in that one. And in my mind, like, you know, Fire Pit is when it's, like, dark at night. And there's, like, you're obviously surrounded by a fire. And then, like, Heights come on. And, like, Heights is kind of a freaky song on its own. So I imagine that's probably the song that people listen to when they're, like, telling scary ghost stories.
1: <laughs> they're telling clown stories singing along the Heights.
12: Oh, gosh. That would be <laughs> horrible.
1: <laughs> so now what do you have, uh, what do you got cooked up for the rest of the year now?
12: Well, you know, we're actually kind of slowing down, but not slowing down. It's just all kind of preparation at this stage. Um, I'm doing a few shows to close out the end of the year. We're doing um, some college conferences to hopefully book up our shows for next year. But I can officially say that we are going to be releasing an album beginning of next year. So we've written all of the songs. All the songs are basically like put into place. It's just now finalizing all of them and, you know, doing the production for everything and hopefully getting all of our gears into the right place so that we can start the new year with a bang, just like we did this last year.
1: And let's get, let's give out some plugs. Where can everybody find you and where can they put their, uh, your music onto their playlist?
12: <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all under Krigara music, and you can find it on iTunes and Spotify, even SoundCloud. It's Send me a notification if you put me in your playlist because it makes me
7: excited.
1: <laughs> and everybody needs to get the new issue of our magazine, which will be out tomorrow. I'll have them in mm-hmm. my hands tomorrow. And you'll see uh, the killer article that Nick wrote about Kriegar. So, uh, you know, there you go. Can and you, guys, you know like,
12: send that to me in the mail?
1: <laughs> I was just going to say that. You know what? Send me over your, uh, your address and I'll send you one out.
12: I would love that. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Cool. Regardless. thank Nelsie. you so much, as always.
4: Now, oh, you got to so send welcome. her two so she can send me one after she signs it. <laughs> that sounds like a good
12: plan. I can do that. All right. <laughs> you
0: got it. <laughs>
12: well, congratulations, you guys. Like, you're amazing. I love your show, and thank you for all the support that you've given for me.
1: Oh, thank you. We love you.
12: Oh, thank you. Uh, I love you guys. <laughs> all
1: right. Take care. <laughs>
12: All right. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. All right. But there she goes, Krigara. Look her up. Find her. Like her, love her, buy her music. Put her on your playlist. And make sure you tag her and tell her to make her day. So, all right. Now let's make more people's day, especially in their tummies. Yeah. Let's get her on here. Let's welcome our good friend, our old friend. And she's also in our magazine, the one and only Miss Christine Hazel. How are you doing, Christine?
13: I'm great. How are you guys?
1: Good, it's been a while.
13: Has it, has it been like a year or a bit more since we talked?
1: I know, I right? Remember. You know, like um, I thought I was busy, but you're the one that's actually busier, I think.
13: I, I am so busy right now. It's, it's insane. and <laughs> just thinking about the next few months. has got me exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I need to plan vacations. That's what I need to do. But, but I guess being what, work busy is very good.
1: What's vacation? Does that exist?
13: I haven't had one in a while, so I'm not really sure <laughs> if it does exist. <laughs> Maybe if you guys have any recommendations on some place to go, I'm definitely open to them.
5: Don't come <laughs> to Florida yet. Oh, I was there last week,
13: guys. I just got out. I was there Good until Sunday.
0: Good job. So I'm, you gotta, I'm glad uh, I made huh? it back. There you
1: go. Now, you actually, like, the one thing I, I got to really say about Christine, and I applaud her big time, Is, you know, a lot of the people, you know, on these shows, these reality shows, especially like the the cooking shows, you see them, there, they come on and they make their presence known and they come off and then, you know, their their name is out there for a little bit and then they just kind of like disappear. You don't hear nothing from them. Christine is like working it big time. And I love that. Like she truly is, and I'm going to use it, totally driven because she is constantly out there, like working the name, working the brand. And you now have your own catering business. Am I correct?
13: Oh, well, I do. I do do catering. Um, I consider myself a private chef, but it's kind of a loose term. I feel like Um, right now I specialize in the pop-up dining experience. So either different restaurants or venues, casinos, um, hire me to come in and do like a five course tasting dinner where they sell ticketed events and I've been doing a lot of those for charity as well. And that's kind of become something that I'm known for, where I at least do maybe three of those a month in addition to my other work, which is writing that, um, writing recipes for magazines and things like that, uh, endorsing products. And really um, I, I do catering, but not as much as I used to. now I'm starting to branch out into, I guess, larger scale events. Nice. I keep me very busy.
1: Well, I, I mean, people got – I can't wait to, like, have my wife do this recipe that you did for us in the magazine, um, which I, I praised up and down, you know, when you did that uh, – the burger, a chicken and pizza, a French onion soup burger. I knew it was
13: your favorite.
1: <laughs> when you sent me over that you were doing that, like, my mouth and tongue just hit the floor. I was like, oh, my God, she's killing me. Like, French onion Well, the onion recipe soup, is really
13: – it's supposed to be – I do modern twists on classic cuisine um, a lot of times, and I found that I wanted to create a recipe that a guy or just like a regular old home cook could really make uh, easily and using ingredients that most people would have in their house. So I was trying to find really, really bold flavors at the same time comfort food that somebody can make on, like, game day and really, really just enjoy it and not have to do too much work, and then I created that, and I, I cannot wait for you guys to try it. It is... <laughs> amazing
1: <laughs> I, you know it's funny You're gonna I, love didn't, it. I didn't even send the recipe to my wife yet like I'm, I'm waiting for the magazine to come out and like I had it for like a week, and then I finally told her and she looked at me and she's like hello like are you going to give it to me I'm like not yet nope <laughs> I'm waiting for the magazine to come out
13: I know so many people once they saw the teaser on uh, Facebook and Instagram were asking for the recipe I'm like well you have to wait for the magazine to come out so hopefully we'll be able to get that out there for people to see tomorrow right
1: Tomorrow, yep. it'll. I will have it awesome. in my hand sometime between 2 and 7 p.m. tomorrow. So uh, it'll start hitting the places over the weekend. So I'll be out this weekend putting it out there. So
13: Very nice.
1: Absolutely. So and thank you so much how for
13: being here. Oh, oh, of course. You guys are amazing. Um, you've been supporters for me for the last few years, actually since Health Kitchen debuted. Um, you've really been strong supporters, and I really do appreciate that. It's funny to see how much – I've grown in the last two years, just when it comes to culinary wise, but also through social media and through fan support. And it's been I've been very, very appreciative of all the people that come out to all my events and really support me on social media. It's been
1: amazing. That's awesome. Now, do you ha- you have uh, something coming up at the end of the month? Was view a, a viewing party or something?
13: I have. A bunch of things coming up actually um, in the Philadelphia area. Uh, so Where at away? the end of the month, Health Kitchen, Health Kitchen All Stars um, premieres, which is some of the black jackets from different seasons, and there's a bunch from my season. Um, some great friends of mine, and Chef Millie is from Philly, and he's going to be having his premiere party. So I'll be cooking at that um, at the end of the mm-hmm. month. Uh, you can see all that on my social media. And then right after that, I'll be doing the Taste of Philadelphia at the Valley Forge Casino. Believe that's October 13th to the 15th. It's an amazing event if you're a foodie. You can buy tickets and you can use my link to get a discount once I post it up. And you can come. There's about thousands of people walking around and tons of chefs and cooking demos on stage, which I'll be doing a few of those. And then Taste of Lancaster, which will also be up um, beginning in November. Then, then I'll be doing a pop-up in Philly so you guys can come out and experience the pop-up dining experience I'm doing at Moonshine Philly in the beginning of November. The details are nice. posted up very shortly. We're going to be doing a Prohibition-style speakeasy dinner. Ooh. So it's going to be a lot of fun with uh, that lots awesome. of foods and cocktails inspired from that era, and the facility they have is amazing. So cannot wait to share all the details for that, especially because I've been doing so much in other states that I'm really excited to do a bunch of events in Philadelphia. And then I'm also working with the United Way coming up. So, um, actually wow. starting this week I'll be posting up a I've been a cost champion for them and helping spread the word about food insecurity in Philadelphia. Um, there's lots of children and families that don't have enough money to put food on the table every day. So I've been right. working with the United Way to really make sure that we can put a you know, put a stop to that. So there's there's gonna be some upcoming events starting next week where I'm working with Kimberly Clark, which is a large company based out of um, Philadelphia and Chester to give back to the community, and I will be sharing on how people at home can help and do that through their social media. I'm really excited about those mm-hmm. events, among many others. But, uh, one that I thought you guys would think was cool is Flavored Nation. I'll be doing in St. Louis October 27th to 29th, where one chef from every state um, will be representing, uh, and I'll be representing Pennsylvania, out there at the Dome in St. Louis, so I'll be cooking up and dishing out dishes for people and competing against other people across the United States. It's pretty cool. I'm excited.
0: That is
1: awesome. You got to like, when when you start uh, putting these things out there, please start uh, tagging me in these things so I can uh, Mm. share them out there. And I, I, hopefully we can come out there and see again. It's been way too long.
13: Definitely been a while, but you definitely have to come to the prohibition one. I will keep you posted, and I'll be putting up all the events. October is insanely busy, but I really am hoping to get everyone at home involved in uh, the community stuff, especially with the United Way, and I know that we're gonna be doing something working on um, for her the hurricane down in Houston. so oh, none. lots of different things coming up and uh you're going to see a lot of me, and hopefully you guys a good sick of me on social media. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Never, 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 never. never. Cool. I mean, so what? But I wonder how can
13: I how can I help support you guys a little bit? So you guys keep me posted and let me know how I can spread the word with the magazine, especially.
1: Absolutely, I I will definitely let you know. I'm, was trying to figure it out. Like a few people who also wrote articles. They're like, are you going to do like a big party or anything? I'm like, I don't know. I don't even think that's that far. It's been so crazy the past month. Um, So yeah, I got to figure something out.
13: Well, that would be fun. Let me know. I would definitely come out and support. Thank
1: you. Awesome. People. Yeah, and also too, that some over your, your address so I can send you out some magazines as well.
13: Of course, I'm not saying it on here though. No,
1: no, 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 no. I... Just kidding. I'm just
13: kidding. Social media is like a double-edged sword sometimes. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, all right. So, put out your social media so we can get that out there for everybody so they can follow you and like you.
13: Sure. So on uh, Instagram, I am Chef Christine Hazel. Um, Also on Facebook, you can go to my page at Chef Christine Hazel. And on Twitter, the same. I try to keep it simple. Uh, So whatever you put, just put in the search, Chef Christine Hazel, and I should pop up. And then now you can follow me on Snapchat as well at Christine Hazel one where I usually post up videos of every event I'm doing behind the scenes, and we get to see what like us goofing off this weekend in Florida. We had double back-to-back uh, pop-up events down in Boca Raton. So I'm nice. always posting up videos what we're doing, and we're all kind of crazy in our own way. So it's definitely not boring to watch, I promise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: awesome. <laughs> Christine, again, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully be seeing you soon.
13: All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, guys. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Right, bye. Bye. Bye.
1: All right, well, there she goes, Chef Christine Hazel. Check her out. Look for her all over social media. You heard it. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now Snapchat. Like her, love her, follow her. Check out her food. It's amazing. I actually ate duck she cooked. I never had duck before in my life, and it was freaking amazing.
4: Oh, I love <laughs> duck, dude. my favorite thing
10: in the world. <laughs> uh,
1: all right, next guest. Let's do this. Let's keep the show going. Here she is. She is... The princess of Totally Driven, but now she is also the freaking queen of Cinnabon. Let's welcome to the show the one and only Miss Rachel Moran. Hey,
14: hey,
15: how's it going, babe? Hey, Rachel, how are you? What's up? <laughs> I'm good. The princess, I love that. I'm crowned that. I still can't get over that.
1: <laughs>
15: That's quite an honor.
1: Hey, let, let me tell you. Like, can I t- honestly tell you like how many people like? Stop me places, and they like, yo, you actually know Rachel? Like, what's she like?
0: Aww, <laughs> really? That's so cute.
1: I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Yes.
15: Well, people stop me too and say, "Hey, you know Bay?" And sometimes it sounds Californian, but I'm like, "Yeah, dude Yeah, it's
1: great. Right. "See, I know him. I know him. Yeah, I know him. Know him yeah. Other now.
15: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So how, long, how are you California?
15: doing? Oh my God! It's, I haven't seen you in a little bit.
1: Well, yeah, it's been well. It's been six months.
15: Man, I don't like it. Oh my God! It's been um, six months already.
1: It has been. When, wait, wait, no, 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 no. I'm I'm sorry. No, not Four not months. This
15: show. Uh-uh. Four months. Yeah, that
1: makes Four sure. months. Yeah,
15: yeah. Four months. Yeah.
1: I keep thinking you the show good? was. Anymore. Have I been good? Eh, you know, I'm here.
15: Oh, I'm happy now. Good.
1: I'm happy because we're sure. celebrating the show. I have, uh, you know, all of our best I know. Best congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah Big these,
15: congratulations.
1: These, <laughs> these moments make me smile.
15: Yeah. Are you celebrating with a Philly cheesesteak?
1: Uh, no, I am not. Sadly, I am not. Oh,
15: but
0: here, I'll, I'll let the cat out of the
1: bag. <laughs> what
15: are you doing?
1: <laughs> uh, the actual on the, the this time. The cover is not you this time, Rachel. I'm sorry. But there was a picture of you in the magazine. Whatever. But, uh, I was the first one. So. There you go. That's not why you were princess.
15: I was the first.
1: <laughs> but uh, the yeah, cover so they can't, story this time. Whoever can
15: kiss it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the cover story this time is Tony Luke Jr., who was, uh, you know, everybody knows here in the Philadelphia area as, uh, like, the face of the cheesesteak now. So uh, there's a story about him in there and the cover story. So uh, the cover oh, doesn't nice. look good. But it's a it's an interesting story.
0: Oh,
15: awesome! Cool! I can't wait to watch uh, read that. That's going to be fun. You better send me a copy.
1: I will, of course. Come on now.
15: Yay! Yeah, I, I kind of made like this collage of the the first magazine, and I put it up. Uh, I got to got to send you a picture. I put it up on my wall, so it's there.
1: Nice. Now <clears throat> yeah. I want I want to know about this whole Cinnabon thing, like. I, I mean, how how like how do 12 million people vote and 11 million vote for you? Like that's mind blowing.
15: <laughs> I know. I actually, you know, when we first, they kept giving us updates. Um, all the girls that were, you know, a part of the challenge. There were only like five, or or six, and um, you know, they kept sending emails of updates of you know the number of votes. And it first started at you know like for me, one million and Five million and nine million. I was like, "What in the world?" And I was really confused because I, I was like, "Are they just hashtagging?" Stru-? Like, I didn't really understand it. But they actually were voting like for the actual girl. So, yeah, I was I was kind of shocked by shocked by that. <laughs> I'm still a little. I'm still a little. Confused by all that, because, <laughs> because I'm really, I'm really not a big deal, but, but it was, it was really, really sweet. It was, well, it was, it was such a cool, cool email I got saying congratulations, and I don't know. I've always been a fan of, of Cinnabon, Cinnabon or whatever, and I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's just bizarre because it's like the last thing I'd think would would happen, and it did. So,
1: well, I can honestly say for, uh, for uh, Cinnabon, like. You you can't eat as a cinnamon bun from anywhere else and think it's going to be as good, and that's no BS.
6: No, oh no, oh
15: my god, those those oh my god, those stores literally smell up the whole shopping mall when you go. You smell it, you're like, oh, there's a cinnamon bun here. Yep, gotta go <laughs> every single time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Too funny. Oh, so good. No, it was it was really cool how it came about. though. So, I mean, the the owner of of Cinnabon, the president. um was was a fan of my music and a fan of I hate you and was changing up the lyrics to fit Cinnabon. So he said, I ate you. <laughs> and, and yeah. And so we started emailing back and forth and he offered me to be a part of it. And I was like, hell yeah. Listen, free Cinnabon stuff for life is, you know,
1: Soul. <laughs> it was really cool. Now, Speaking of, I hate you. did I see the other day you put it out there? You have a new uh, new single out. Yeah. Yep. It's. I mean, it's.
15: Uh, I haven't exactly put it out per se. However, it already somehow got to radio stations. Um, it's 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 in Middle America playing right now, and it's already top forty added on radio. Um, it's called Revolution, and. You know, this this was pretty much my golden record. I felt the most positive about this song that I've ever felt before. And I, it, you know what? It's just the perfect song to release for the time because people are going crazy now and it's just it's just a mess in the world. And this song has a lot of meaning and it's pretty kicking. Good rock songs, you know, and strong chorus. And I wanted it to be like a more organized release. But I sent it to the guy in charge of all my radio, and he said, "If we're not releasing this tomorrow, i'm going to lose my lose my cookies. I'm like, fine, <laughs> fine, go go and he started so he started sending it all sending it out to all of his radio friends and you know wonderful people, and every single one of them uh didn't they all wanted it, and not one turned it down and I can't say that about I hate you, but I can say that about this one. And uh, I already am working on a lyric video, and then I'll be releasing a music video for it. Um, No, it's just, it's definitely my favorite piece of work that I've done so far. I'm very proud of it, and uh, I really, I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. But it'll be on Spotify and iTunes, and it's already on, streaming on my uh, website right now. But, uh, yeah. It's not, there wasn't really like this giant release, you know? There'll be a giant release for my music video, but... (laughs) <laughs> but it just kind of, just kind of, you know, spilled out on accident. So, yeah, yeah by
1: accident. So when, I, when you posted that the other day, I was like, "Where did I, did I miss something? Like, what happened here? Where'd this come from?" I
15: know. Yeah. Nobody knew. Yeah, nobody knew. Well, no, I mean, like, I, I my, my radio guy, his name's Barry Lyons, Doctor Rock, and and he, you know. You know he was like, you know, please send me more stuff because people are asking for another original single. I mean, you, you haven't put anything out yet, so I sent him some feelers. I sent him some songs that I've been working on. And he he flipped out over that one, and uh, I mean, it's it's definitely a step up from everything I've been doing, and you can tell production wise how much work was was put into it, and uh, I'm really proud of the vocal performance. I'm really proud of everything. Um, the lyrics, especially, because they really do mean a lot to me, and okay. it's really just about not, you know, not putting up with jerk offs anymore. it's Just <laughs> being yourself. Seriously, Ooh. it's just, it's just, just about being yourself and not apologizing for it.
1: So instead of no scrubs, it's no jerk offs now.
15: Yeah, I mean, no jerk offs, no scrubs, no jerk offs. Whatever.
1: <laughs>
15: yeah, that's the that's the most PG way I can put it. I guess. <laughs>
1: Now, yeah. uh, what do uh, you have any shows lined up for the rest of the year? Or?
15: Well, actually, I'll be opening for Dawkins randomly at the chance, October 15th. However, uh, I just got signed on to do a tour, um, which I am very excited for around end of October into Thanksgiving. I can't tell you who with yet because I haven't even picked out the dates that I want to do. But it's it's going to be a big one, and I'm... I'm like beyond excited, and uh, I, I, I'm very, very ready.
1: Does that mean uh, are you going to be coming back to Philadelphia this time again? Or I
15: hope to, I hope to God, I really hope to God. I haven't even they haven't even sent me the the list of dates yet. But you know, um, we've been talking. They want me to tour with them and direct support, and I'm very, very, very ready. So nice good for you yeah it's gonna be big and i'm very so so uh yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a much bigger bigger tour for me and it's gonna be a big experience and i'm i'm ready i'm ready to go nice so i'm yeah when the when the dates get released i will send you (laughs) if there's a philadelphia one or anything close i'm gonna make you i'm gonna make you come (laughs)
1: Well, here, well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna like put you on the spot right now, and I'm gonna put I got a couple guys on hold that are my next guests, which I'm gonna bring them okay. on here. I'm gonna embarrass the hell out of them too. Like, uh oh, I grew up idolizing these guys, and I have made no no quietness about this. Um, the band is called A Rough House. They were a big thing here in the Philadelphia area, and uh, they just reunited the original lineup for the first time in 24 years two weeks ago.
0: Wow. And What's the got, band called? I missed that. They're
1: called Roughhouse. House.
0: Okay. They were on CBS Records. They
1: were at one time called Tees, and I have right now on the phone, I got Dave Weekly, Rex Eisen, and Mike Natalina from Roughhouse. House, and I know they've been wanting to meet you, so uh, Rachel, here's Rachel. Really? <laughs> and Roughhouse, here's Rachel the
0: Hi, how you doing? Yo, how you doing?
15: How you doing? Hi, Rough House guys. <laughs> What's
3: up?
1: Hi, Rachel. How are nice you? To meet you? What's yeah, up, bae? Thanks,
15: thanks babe By what? the way, for that, that uh, <laughs> that's really cute. That that ambush was pretty pretty good. <laughs> it's nice yeah, to meet you guys. sorry about
0: that. Yo. <laughs> See,
1: now this is this would be a prime lineup. Ruff House and Rachel Loren playing here in Philadelphia.
11: Let's do it. Hey, we're up for it. We'll, we'll make, it happen,
0: uh, make it happen, Bay. Make it
15: happen. Yeah, make it happen, Bay. That's that's like the words of wisdom I've always told him.
11: Make it happen. <laughs> we just had you. My daughter just put you on the election.
1: Uh, pretty good. <laughs> well, hey, Rachel, bye. as always, we love you. Thank you for everything. Uh, and, I love you more. Uh, when, I, when I see you, we're going to Cinnabon
15: yes oh my god yes <laughs> on you. Going bring a bunch <laughs> on of you,
1: we're going on you
15: <laughs> I will I will
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute yeah definitely <laughs> hope to see yeah. you. hope to see you in Philly soon
15: oh definitely definitely we will go just faye you gotta make it happen right Faye? <clears throat> that's
1: it I, I'm gonna have to make this happen there you go next week <laughs> good we'll point.
0: Go. it was awesome talking to you you too we'll
1: and, talk uh, to you, with this uh thing and all this other stuff but so keep it in the loop don't hide stuff
15: oh yeah yeah well go, go to, to www.wishlaw.com and it's already yeah. there streaming but it'll be for sale and for download uh, in a month or a little less than that so cool. Um, cool anyway love you and mom and dad and Tony say hi yeah, tell
0: love everybody
3: you. To for them. I will bye bye
4: thank you nice meeting you guys bye. See ya, ya. two
3: weeks.
4: See you soon. You
3: look, you look very nice. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, Bay. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you?
11: Awesome. Awesome.
1: So let's let's officially welcome you guys to the show. We got team, Rex, and Mike from Rough and the big show was two weeks ago. And now that the dust has settled, the smoke—literally, the smoke has cleared. How you guys doing? Hey, Bay. Can yeah. you
11: hear me? Yep. Uh, yep. Before we get started, my kids want to say something to
3: me. Nope. Happy anniversary, Jay. Aw, thank
0: you. <laughs> That's okay. awesome. That is awesome. That's okay. awesome. And I, th- I
3: think we
1: got... I think Greg's on the line there. So yeah, I'm here. Greg, I'm here. Hello. Greg, is
11: that you? Rex. Yeah, Rex. Yeah, Mike. Dave.
1: Somebody else just called. Yeah, I'm here. Dave's here. How about you? Is that Greg? No,
11: Greg. No, Greg. Oh. sick. Are, Are
1: you talking, talking to
0: me? <laughs> yeah. No, <that's,
1: laughs> I'm talking to you. That's, that's Rob. Hang on, You're Rob. I'll get me? you in a couple minutes.
11: <laughs> okay, cool. No problem. Bye, brother. <laughs> You're not talking to uh, me that,
1: that's why these shows get crazy. That's why I was like, Rex, you got to give me phone numbers because it gets out of hand. <laughs> so right, so, so how, how, how are you guys flowing now after the, the smoke has cleared?
3: Uh, unbelievable. Uh, good. I mean, we're doing good just uh, gearing up for the, you know, for October 21st. But, man, I'll tell you, what a, what a crazy high that was. <laughs> uh, at the block, man. Woo, man.
1: I mean, you guys literally look like uh, kids on Christmas. Like, uh, I, I mean, the, the few shows that you guys have done before Greg got back in the band, yeah, you guys were happy, excited and all, but there was like a, an extra glow about you guys. You know what I mean?
11: But so the chemistry there, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a different chemistry with the all original members. You know, I mean, nothing gets wrong. But uh, when we, you know, when we started, Greg we was with the band since 1978, and you know, I mean, it, the, the chemistry show-wise came together uh, full, full tilt. You know, and we just kind of, we all felt it. You know, we all felt it at rehearsal. Um, the first rehearsal was awkward, but uh, after that, it just came together, and um, we just kind of, kind of gelled, just like old times, and. And the result was the show at the block, which you know uh, that was that was a lot of fun. It was. It
3: was a lot of fun. And, and you know, somebody, I, 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 what was what was good about it is the people could feel it too. You know, what I mean, the yeah. crowd could feel it. You know.
1: Now, at, at yeah. One sorry, point, would you say something. I was I was going to say real quick. At one point, you guys. Uh, Actually, I said it was like during the rehearsal with, uh, with Rex and Greg going back and forth. I thought you guys were in to break into Purple Rain at one point. The full version.
11: <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Almost.
3: <laughs> yeah, I like when Rex does that because people never know. You know what I mean? Bring yeah. Brings it down a little bit and yeah. That, that was awesome.
0: But
3: yeah, I mean we had a great time. You know, obviously you could tell we were just. You know, it was just like we were back, you know, 20, 25 years ago, man. That's what it felt like, you know.
11: It felt, it felt like we were going to go, you know, go on the next night and do it again somewhere. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> like uh, the next night I'm like looking around. I'm like, wow, we should be uh, headed
3: somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we should be jumping on that bus, jumping on that bus, man, going to the next
1: venue. Right. You know, it's funny, because that was something, like, I was thinking, too, like, I was like, uh, I was thinking, like, that Monday or whatever, I'm thinking, like, all right, like, now the guys are, like, back at work, you know, I'm wondering, like, if people they work with or whatever came out to the show, and now they see them, like, in, you know, they see, like, guys in a whole new light than the everyday working man. They see you guys up on stage being larger-than-life guys, and I was wondering, like, what do people say to you?
11: That's a great. That's a great question. I got a, I actually had that experience um, where I work. Nobody really knows what I did, except for one guy recognized me when I first started there, and he came up to me and he's like, "So, uh, how come you're not touring?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "You know what I'm talking about." And I tried to deny it to him, and he goes, "Come on, man. I got the record."
0: So.
11: Uh, <laughs> so you know, he never really saw us. I think he saw us with Ace Freely a long time ago. And, um, you know, he probably showed up late or whatever. And, but anyway, um, you know, I said, hey, you got to come out and see us. And I invite everybody from work now. and It won't budge except for this guy. And this guy came out and seen it, And um, he took good care of our department before, he's the IT guy. Now he takes even better care of my partner. So, <laughs> it's like I I got a problem man. he's right there instantly. You know he's always giving me music and so it's kind of cool. You know to you know uh, still so I rather be I rather be uh,
3: touring. <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely and and you know by answering that question on my end. um you know, I mean, I, I guys I work with, you know, and, and I love to golf. I golf every, try and get out every week just to keep my sanity a little bit. And my one buddy comes out, and he was, he looked at me, and he was like, dude, that show should be on the road. That sh-, he said to me, that show is tour worthy. He said, you guys don't understand. He says that I'm sitting here playing golf with you, and you're just a regular dude out here hanging with a couple regular guys, he says, man. And then we, he says, and then the other side of you when you guys get on stage, he was just like, I can't believe it's the same, the same guy. You know, they said just out here, boning around, you know, having a few beers and just playing a couple rounds of golf with my friends. He was going, dude, that show is poor worthy. What are you guys doing? And I, I, just laughed. You know, it is what it is. You know, we, we're we're regular guys and. You know, when we get on stage, it's something you know totally different that we love.
4: Yeah, and I have a similar story. I went back to work the next the next week, and uh, my coworker was like, "Listen, get the Happy Meal, to- the new Happy Meal toys back in there, and then I want to talk to you about that show." So I got the Happy Meal toys back, and I came <laughs> back and said, "Dude, you're freaking awesome, dude! Do you have an alt I'm like, "Yeah." But uh, seriously, like, like getting back on stage with Greg, I was like, you know, it felt like, like home again. And I convinced Greg to play his old guitar that he played back back in the day <laughs> that was in all the videos. Yeah, the pink guitar. And he didn't want to play it. He was like, oh, no, oh it's too precious. I don't want to play it. I don't want anything to happen to it. I'm like, dude, I took guitars all over the world. Just play the guitar. And it's all right. You know, it'll be all right. And then he, of course, the action that happened towards the end. the said he went and spun the guitar, flew out, hit the back wall or something, and snapped in half.
3: And I felt really bad, but uh, hopefully we'll get it
8: fixed. Hey, did, <laughs> did you,
3: did you see that happen? No. Oh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I all had break. the
3: perfect I, view because I love, I love where I'm at. I get to watch what these guys do. I get to watch them perform. I get to watch them do their, you know, do their shit on. Oh, sorry, do their stuff the stage, and it's awesome. And I guess it was in Party Hardy, and I just happened to you look over to Greg because I knew he was spinning his guitar, and he grabbed the neck of that guitar and he flung it around his back, and about halfway around his back, it shot off, oh. shot off his body, and it looked like a lightning bolt, and it went right to the back of the stage and hit the wall. There's no and way. I, was <laughs> I
0: don't know how that happened.
8: And
3: dude, the roadie's looking at me, and I'm looking over at the roadie, and I'm just going, "Oh my God, did you just see that?" But dude, let me tell you, their, their techs, their their uh, guitar and drum techs over there, the guys that work over there are on the money. I think within two beats, the guy was handing Greg another guitar, and then they were worried about the guitar that just hit the wall later. But it was, but it was during Party Hardy, and yes, it, uh, Rex had said it was Greg's pink guitar. Oh, uh, we're already, we're we're already
4: getting estimates. I'm making phone calls to trying to get it fixed. It's just, I don't know how the screw came out. He said he tightened it. I don't know how a screw comes out. All these years, that's never happened. Has that ever happened, Dave?
11: Has that ever happened, Dave? Oh, to me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, one, one. Yeah, I don't. Ah, oh, it's heartbreaking, I just put a longer screw in it, you know. I mean, you just gotta make sure they're in there. They're yeah, yeah. <laughs> of all the guitars, it is. the only
1: guitar could have been any other guitar.
11: Right. It had to be that one. Okay.
4: Be that one but other I than
1: that, I thought Rick said that. <laughs> So well, you gotta spin a guitar. You know.
11: gotta, you gotta take a risk. You gotta expect something to go wrong sometime. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we've all, we've all crashed into each other. You know, oh, yeah, I felt so good. he felt- at me. You know, he goes, he goes, Oh, my poor guitar. You know, I got Greg. It just the spoils the war, man. <laughs> I gave it up. Oh
0: man. I bet,
4: well, I spun around and hit my head stop on Dave's bass. At the Ambler, whatever, cafe or wherever we played in Ambler. Oh, the
3: Ambler Cabaret.
4: Yeah, Ambler Cabaret. And I remember I spun around and his headstock hit my headstock and mine just snapped. And I was like, my heart sank. I was just like so depressed after that show. (laughs) I was like, it can't be fixed. And I said, I got it fixed somehow. That was such a delicate part, but somehow this guy glued it and fixed it End up putting a whole neck on it. Just uh, eventually, you know, things can be fixed.
11: So I remember you played it, and the headstock was hanging off. Yeah, yeah, the locking nut. That's right. That's right. This still works. So
1: now the Stab Fest, October twenty first.
11: Twenty first. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday Saturday night. night. Full bore, man. Are we? Full bore. We'll be there.
4: Is everybody, uh, is it like a Halloween show? Is, 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 are people coming dressed up or something?
3: Oh, did uh, I don't know. I don't know, Rex. It's a Halloween show. Everyone come dressed up.
0: There you
3: go. Everyone come
11: dressed up. It's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Bring <laughs> candy. Oh, We're going to dress down for Halloween.
0: Bring the go. rags,
3: right, Rex? Hey, Rex, bring the rags, right? Bring the rags. No, that, that's not Halloween <laughs> costumes. That's normal wear. He doesn't want to
11: do that. He's
1: to oh, man. So, all right, guys, I, I want to thank you for, uh, for calling in, and uh, I can't wait for the 21st. October 21st, everybody, Tom and Jerry's Fest, be there. The guys, go on at 10 p.m. We're looking forward
11: to seeing you there, Bag.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, bag. You know, I think I'm already out in the parking lot. Actually, hurry up, guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Listen, thanks. Take care of yourself, man. Thank good you. having
1: us, and uh, happy 250.
11: Dave. Absolutely.
3: Thanks, guys. Dave, you, you
1: got Take. Take it easy, buddy. You too. Hey, happy anniversary, Mike. Thanks, Alrighty. man. You
3: too. See ya. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> later. Later.
1: Take care, Dave. Take care, Rex. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk well, to you bye soon. Bye. bye. See you,
3: guys. Take,
1: Take care. All right, guys. There you go. Rough House. Check them out. October 21st. Original lineup. Back together. Tom and Jerry's. DK Boulevard. In, where the hell is that? I think it's called Colson Town. It's DK Boulevard. It's like five minutes off I-95. Get your ass over there. Party hardy. And uh, you will not be disappointed.
3: So, all right,
1: let me see. Next guest, he's already lined up. He's waiting. We answered the phone by accident. Let's get my homie on the line, the one and only, Mr. Rob Carlisle from The Compulsions. What's going on there, buddy? How you doing, bae? Good, man. How, how you been? I'm
16: good. I'm good. Keeping busy as usual.
1: Dude, you're like uh, always going. Like you were like low profile for a little while, laying low, and now you've been like uh, turning it up.
16: I, I, it looked like I was low profile but I was actually pretty busy behind the scenes. I just couldn't really say anything because uh I was just working on stuff and i didn't wanna I didn't want to say anything until it was you know a little more underway but yeah, there was a few months there when I was pretty quiet about about the compulsions well
1: you know what and, and that's something you should not be and I wish like uh, rob played a, he played our acoustic show for us back in March. And uh, he came down here and took the train down to Philly and spent the weekend over at my place. And uh, the most interesting conversations took place in my car. And I wish there was a <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, gl- I'm,
16: I'm probably glad we didn't. I don't, re- I don't remember what we were talking about, but I'm sure it was good.
1: Oh, it was good. And y- you probably would be in a lot of trouble.
16: <laughs> how, many, how, how, how many times did I say, um, and this is off the record, by the way, how many times did I say that?
1: Um, probably. <laughs> you know what? I I'm stopped sure. you off the record because the whole thing I already knew was off the record. In the directions yeah. you were going with the conversation, okay. I was "There's nothing I could use here." But it was great. I don't, great. Re- I don't re-
16: yeah, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I'll take your word for it.
0: It <laughs>
1: sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man! So, dude, you're you're like hard at work. New album, like, uh, what's uh, going to be out by the end of the year or early next year?
16: Um, it, it's actually actually more. There's like two albums and change I got going right now. Um, eventually, I'm gonna get to a point where I'm just gonna focus on the ten that are gonna be on this next album because you know. Maybe it sounds a little complicated, but w- once you're once you're bringing in musicians to you know you're not just going to bring in a guy to record one or two songs. You're like, well, if I'm bringing in these guys, I might as well write some more songs and you know give them something to do all day. So we have like four or five or six or seven songs. So next thing you know, you have between material that hasn't been released before and the ones that you're writing just to you know make it worth everyone's while to be there. You end up with like. You know two and a half albums worth of material So I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna eventually Focus on the ten Uh and When's it gonna come out I don't know If I'm gonna make it this year Um but certainly next Year uh So I would say the album's called Ferocious I've teased I've uh, not teased I've we I've I've uh Revealed what the cover is Um I don't know if you saw that And then um and then I'm going to, uh, you know, put the 10 songs out. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so you got a lot of work ahead of you. You're going to weedle it. You got two albums uh, of music that you got to weedle down on the one, the 10 songs.
16: Yeah. And then, and then I'm not going to discard, I'm not going to discard the ones that don't make the album. Those are going to be on the next album. And then there's an EP. I'm going to do a, a crazy Rob Carlisle EP of just three songs. Um. And then I'll put out another album of about nine songs. And then I have this one little, like, I guess it's an A side, B side, kind of a single thing that's kind of a funny little idea. And we'll put that out. And so, that, yeah, I, I I got enough material in the works to keep me busy and keep me from going too crazy because uh, I just got to do something. You know what I mean? And and then the, the other big question I always, the number one question I get all the time is, uh, when are you guys going to play out? When are you guys going to go on the road? When are you guys going to come to my town? So I, I kind of have a lineup now that seems willing to do that. And so, yeah. And so the, the hope is, I mean, we're we're very much in the early stages of, 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 of making this happen, but I'm hoping that like February or March, we go out, um, with a proper tour and, uh, and we, we'll, uh, you know, I have a booking agent that's that's interested in working with us, and that's a, that's a that's a first time, and uh and I think we're gonna go out with um if it happens I can't reveal too many details but it will be like us and this uh kind of legendary punk rock lady uh that's been out there that everyone knows I can't say more than that but um she's definitely someone that everybody knows and loves and we'd be going out with her. For some nice. dates, if this if this goes down, so I'm in like the first few days of of discussion on this. So that's about all I could say at the moment. But yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be really cool if we can make this happen.
1: Yeah, because uh, you know that was going to be my next question. Like uh, you know, and we talked about that. Like you know, the, the last album, you had the huge buzz around it. I mean, you had the the guys from Guns N' Roses on there, Frank and um, Fortis. You had Sammy Yaffa on there. You had this amazing yeah. album. And then you couldn't like tour behind it because the guys schedules with their other bands. So you were like kind of left in the wind. And yeah. uh, And
16: that that was the second album like that. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's the first album that they're, they're on pretty much every track. And then there's the album you're talking about, which they're on pretty much every track. And I just, you know, it's like, man, it was like five, six, maybe seven years of waiting for everyone's schedules to line up. And, uh, I just can't, I can't keep doing that. You know what I mean? So I had to figure something else out. And so, uh, we've, I've parted ways with those guys and, uh, you know, I'm moving on and I have a new batch of, of dudes. Um, and there's a big, you know, there seems to be a lot of excitement about, about this lineup as well. So yeah, um, you gotta just keep on moving, you know?
1: Absolutely. 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 And we got to get you back down here to Philly again, too.
16: Yeah, that would be great.
1: I, I hear I'm, a, a I'm, lobster cheesesteak with a, your name I'm, on it. What was that? I hear a lobster cheesesteak with your name on it.
16: Oh, yeah, that was great. And and, and <laughs> uh, has, has has your bulldog been asking about me?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he just had his nails done. He had a pedicure oh, and manicure nice. recently, and he was asking, hey, where, where's my buddy Rob at?
16: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man! So uh, now uh, you're—I guess you just officially released the music after Spotify and all that, too. Uh,
16: spot—we've been on Spotify for a while. What's the question? I'm sorry.
1: You just re- put the music on Spotify?
16: I think you might—I re- think you might be referring to Pandora. Is that what you're talking about?
1: Oh, okay, okay.
16: Yeah, I, I, they, 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 they have, they had the first EP from like eight million years ago, on there. It was only six songs. It was called Laughter from Below." Everybody loved that when that came out. And then uh, I just submitted the first album, called uh, "Beat the Devil," and uh, and cool. that's on there now. So, uh, you know, when you do something, you know, that's like. Getting to be a, a a a good body of work, and I know there's another EP about to hit on there as well. And and any day now, I'm going to get the email that says it's it's up. So that'll be a bunch of a bunch of tracks, and um, people can tune in. I you know we created this uh, Compulsions radio station on Pandora, which is actually pretty cool. I've been listening to it myself and hearing some stuff that I don't know if you if you've ever used Pandora before, but um, I got it set up. I got this compulsions radio station set up. So if you're a fan of like what we do and then any kind of blues, you know, blues, rock, punk rock, punk slash blues rock. So it's like, it's everything from the stones and Led Zeppelin and the stooges and and that kind of stuff. But then more modern stuff like the kills and black motorcycle club and, uh, and uh, I've heard the White Stripes on there and the Black Keys and stuff. And then, of course, we're in the middle of all that. So it's this great, great swirl of, like, you know, blues-based, punk-based rock and roll. And then some some weird stuff comes on there, too. Like, there's this, like, one-man band, John Schooley and his one-man band. I'd never heard that before. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. So, um so yeah, that's what you're talking about. It's a it's, it's a cool station, if I may say so myself. I highly recommend it. <laughs>
1: cool, Rob, dude. Where at, where can everybody go and check out the, the compulsion stuff? Keep up to date on you and be ready for that new album.
16: Uh, you know, there's the website. Um, there's the Instagram, um, Facebook. Uh, my personal page I use a lot more than the band page. Um, it seems to get more. Attention! Somehow, I I don't know that 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 algorithm they got is just killing me, um, yeah. and uh and and then you know everything's on Spotify and um and like I said, there's Pandora now, so there's a bunch of there's a bunch of places for us for people to um to you know get the news and hear the music. So iTunes, of course, um stuff like that.
1: So everybody just needs to go for the compulsions and Rob Carlisle. Please do. Please do. Cool, Rob, dude. Thank you so much for doing this. And uh, yeah, you know, man. So congrats,
16: congrats, congrats on the 250, man.
1: Thank you, man. And I, I'll send you yeah. over a picture of your uh, your long lost bulldog. <laughs>
16: dude, <laughs> I, want a, I want a bulldog so bad, man. Yeah, that's like that's gonna happen one of these days. Cool, man.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Take, alright, dude. Take care, homie. And I'll I'll talk to you very soon.
16: Alright, man. Take care of yourself.
1: Alright, later. All right, there goes Rob Carlisle, the Compulsions. And and that is a, a funny story when he came down and spent the weekend uh when he played the show for me and uh my bulldog like fell in love with Rob. They they bonded over the weekend. It was real nice. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh man. Take care, Rob. All right, let's uh let's get to the next guest. He's waiting patiently and so are his legion of fans, the army of fans. Let's welcome to the show Mr. Mark Gus, going on my brother from another mother.
3: Dog
8: baby. What are you doing, man?
4: Freaking <laughs> Thursday feels like goddamn Saturday. Oh my God, I think I'm going to circumcise myself again. Holy crap! Uh, it's one of those. It's one of those nights. I'm on the East Coast, so I got the fever, and I think I had too many Red Bulls and vodka. So you know, it's a beautiful what,
1: day. Where are you at on the East Coast?
4: I'm I'm uh, northie. I'm up in like uh, Albany area
1: oh you're you're all the way to hell up there,
4: yeah, I gotta meet with some people, got some business, got some crap to do, you know, and uh, taking care of what I gotta do here in times of fun, right no, Well, yeah, mixing business and pleasure, it's really not the smartest thing to do, but I do it anyway,
1: <laughs> and you do it well, my friend and i and i'm I'm sure you're having a ball,
4: <laughs> yeah, well, she had too.
0: <laughs> Oh, hey
8: oh
0: hey oh.
1: Hey-o. Hey-o. <laughs> You know, here's uh, real quick. I, I, let me play the, the message for you. Now, I I put out a, a phone number for people to call in and leave uh, voicemails and all. And uh, like an idiot, I put the wrong number out there, the wrong area code. For the first, <laughs> the
8: first yeah, call days. my Chicago line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But finally, somebody pointed out to me and, and corrected me. But um, one of your uh, one of your army left a message. This is a, a Danielle from the Mark Scott Army.
7: Oh, my hey, general. Zane, yes. everyone. Congratulations on the 250th episode of Totally Driven Radio. Just calling in with hugs and love to our sexiest fuck commander from the officers of the Mark Gus Scott Army. We love you and miss you, Gus. Bye.
4: Oh, that's sweet.
1: Do you and nice? people need to just be in the, the group, the Mark Gus Scott Army, just to see. What goes on in there? Like,
0: (laughs) No, they (laughs)
3: don't. It's amazing. amazing. If if anybody has a law degree, I'm going to have a problem.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You you know, all kidding aside, I got to tell you, the love that is passed around on that side, not the lust, the love. You know, after after all the jokes and after all the fun, you know, there's some people that just love rock and roll, that love what Trickster has done. And they support us, and 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 they put it out there. And, and every time we play a show, we come to their town. They're at the show. They're there to support. They're kicking ass. They get their friends to come. They know all the words to the song. And, and you know what? They're part of our family now. They're they you know what? They're, that's why I changed the name of the of of the uh, of the page. It used to be the fan page. Then these aren't fans. These people are our family now. You know we've been yeah. doing this for a long time, and they've been involved for a long time. So, you know, that we break down that barrier between the fan and, and, and the performer. They're part of the family. And I, I, if anything, they, 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 they have formed the army that is a strong force to be reckoned with. And you know what? We're very fortunate to have them. And I'm honored to, uh, to lead them into battle every time we go to play. It's like the greatest thing in the world. And uh, the fact that they throw that love around on a nonstop basis, I can't say how eternally grateful I am. It's really something very special. It really is.
1: I'll tell you what, like I, I can't praise them enough, and, and the support. I mean, it, it truly is. All joking aside, it's an amazing thing to witness. It's just like wow, like it, it and it truly is love. I mean, these people truly do love you and support you. And it's an amazing thing, man. It, it's, it's uh, you know, hats off you to them. You know that. what it
4: is, though? A lot of cats, man, they take it one way. They let the, the, you know their people just throw love at them. The one thing that at least I try to do the most, I, you know, I give the love back. It's recognized, and it doesn't just sit there and, and taken for granted. I can't tell you how honored I am. To you know, to to be on the receiving end of that sort of thing. You know, it's amazing. Like back in the day when you're dreaming about doing what you want to do for the rest of your life, or or you know, creating that ultimate dream. And I wanted to play drums. I wanted to rock and roll. I wanted to play with Trickster. I wanted to, I wanted to do all that. But the real thing deep inside that you really want to do, you want to hope that you touch just one person so you have that feeling inside yourself and you want to to make sure that somebody else shares that feeling. And the fact that I have all these people that have touched me in that sense, it's like, oh, my God, you know what I mean? I never expected that. I really didn't. And it's such like, a, you know, it's something that truly has exceeded the dream level. And, and it, it's something so special. I, I can't tell They know. They know how much I really appreciate it. And, and, and man, that's why I talk about it, you know. It's nothing I have to hide. It's nothing I have to spin. It's like, man, you know, it's just so wonderful. And I'm so blessed. I really am. I, I truly love them. I truly do.
1: That's awesome. Now, uh, yeah. after uh, your last appearance on the show, uh I I've actually become friends with quite a quite a few of them and uh <laughs> you got to
4: start the Bay Ragney army bro come I'm on we well, we got to we got to try start our trilateral commission you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we, we we I've thrown out there joking but almost serious as well doing a 3 hours like just having you on for the whole freaking show and and like they are like begging for that like they want 3 hours a Mark they want you to I, they want you to bring the rest of the guys on. They they just want to have a party.
4: That would be fun, man. I'm tell you know what? Here's how you do. We gotta get a gig down in the Philly area. Let's do the live remote thing going on, making it extravaganza. Let's get a charity involved. I'm working with Hope for Kids International. I sponsor a child in Uganda. I mean, dude, I'm I'm doing some wonderful stuff now with Hope uh, Hope for Kids. And, like, it broadens the scope of what the hell we're doing on the planet, you know? It gives purpose to what the hell we're doing on the planet. Try to make it a better place. And you know what? I I can't tell you just how excited I am doing stuff like that. And not just doing a three-hour broadcast, but really make a difference. You know what I mean? Offer incentives for people to sign up and, and make a difference in the world or something like that. And, man... That's, like, the greatest reward you could freaking do. I can't tell you. I mean, dude, I was never into that sort of thing until you really find out what the hell is going on, like the, what problems people have, and, and you, know, that you have the power to freaking make a make difference. And, and I'm not right. talking about a mortgage payment going to go this sort of thing. It's just putting a little effort in your heart into it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. dude, it makes, it's, it's so – I can't tell you how high I get off of just – freaking doing stuff like that and getting into bed with, with, with organizations that want to do positive crap. Dude, you know how many times I see political people or some kind of crap where it's all bull crap, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? People believe in it. All of a sudden, they wake up and say, oh, I didn't realize that 75% of the cash went to this guy's Cadillac. You know, it's like, come That's on. right. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying, or or some poor kid sewing shoes in uh, uh, you know Uzbekistan for a nickel an hour. You, you know, it, it's like you, you know Kathy Lee Gifford. She got screwed with the whole uh, child labor thing with her clothing line and stuff like that. You know, when, when right. you have the opportunity to make some real positive change in this world, I mean that that, that that's like you know it, it, it's it's a gift from God that lands in your lap. So to to not to not push to not do something, man. Will you tell me you want to do a three hour thing? I'll do a goddamn I'm in, but man, I'm telling you what, it's going to be freaking landmark. We're going to really put it on the map. We're going to have, you know, it'll be a worldwide broadcast that generates revenue and puts it towards a cause that kicks some ass. You know what I'm saying? And of I course, mean, there's, the Bay, there's the Bay. There's the Bay. There's the Bay. Ragney
10: commission fee, of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if Bay Ragney was getting a commission off of this, I, I'd have a bigger smile on my face. You know what I mean? <laughs> so,
4: just tell your wife you're not coming home that night.
0: <laughs>
1: now, how about this? You tell my wife that. <laughs>
4: uh, well, uh, I don't have no, a at least At least I'm not supposed to tell you that I do. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. It's all good. No, invite her to the party. I'm not being serious, Absolutely.
14: you know? Oh, I know. All,
4: oh. Okay, so you, 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 you know what? We need to get a performance in the Philly area. Let's work this out because I'm down, babe. I am down.
1: All right, I, I I know your people. You know my people. Let's do this. Yes,
4: let's do a live circumcision on the air. I'm in.
1: <laughs> there you go,
0: <laughs>
1: Mark.
4: You're <laughs> the man.
1: Oh, the I'm thing.
4: just silly tonight. Having fun on a Thursday, bro. Things good by you. You okay? How you feeling?
1: Uh, I feel like shit, but I'm doing good right now.
4: Well, you sound good. Step up the alcohol. You'll be fine.
1: There you go. You know what? I, 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 <laughs> I'm actually starting to cut the alcohol down. Like, I'm only going now to one Let's drink see you're going day. in the wrong
4: direction. You're going
1: to feel like I crap. Know. <laughs> I know. See, that's the problem. That must be the problem.
4: Oh, brother. You know yeah. I love you. Come on. Hang the tough. Keep I Keep power positive thinking. The Marcus Scott Army is behind you. If you require our services at any time, we shall be there for you, sir, backing you up.
1: Much appreciated. Can't thank you enough, my brother.
4: Oh, you know I love you. congratulations on uh, your milestone in the industry. Uh, something truly to aspire to. Uh, you, you know, man, I, I think it's awesome. Just keep doing what you're doing and keep strong, bro. All right, take care of yourself, okay? And, you know, Thanks. the part where the doctor has to put on the rubber glove. you got to get it done, okay? I'm not <laughs> happy about it. But just, you know, make sure the KY oh, is readily available. You'll be fine, babe. Trust me, just deep breath uh... and relax. Oh god. Oh god. It's all good.
1: Oh, dude, your trip. I I have some people that
4: I can assist with that. They assist me all the time. You'll be fine.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm I'm all good.
4: (laughs) You know I love you, bro, and dude, totally German radio is a staple in the East Coast that is a force to be reckoned with. And you know what? We gotta bring it worldwide, baby. All the way around, brother.
1: Absolutely. Mark, thanks so much, oh, man. You I know, know we'll I love talking. you, pal. Love you too, brother.
4: Alright, give my best to your wife. I mean don't do it. I mean go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. I love
4: you, man. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I'll see you soon, bro. Keep in touch.
1: You got it. Thanks, Mark. All right, All right, there Mark Gus Scott, the one and only, and there truly is one and only of him. Wow. All right, let's uh, let's continue the show. The, the the party doesn't stop there. I can't wait to get this guy on. Just uh, not only for all the amazing things he does, but just to say this guy's name alone, he is a guitarist extraordinaire. He is the high priest of freaking distortion himself. Let's welcome to the show, Mr. Marzi Montaziri. What's going on, my brother?
17: Hey, Bay. How are you doing, man? Thank you for having me. Uh, congratulations, man, on your landmark.
1: Thank you, man. A, Thank this you is for a,
17: doing. This is a, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. How you doing? How you feeling tonight? How's it been going?
1: I, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. that you your know, real
17: name, I, I, man. Bay's your real name.
1: Bay, Bay is actually my nickname. My real name is Basso.
17: You like how, how I ask you a question and I just interrupt you? So R- Robert right. Plant was walking by, and your mom was like. He's like, What's that boy's name? What you gonna call him? And she's like, That's Baby Bay and he's like, Baby, baby, baby. Is that where it comes is that where that comes from? <laughs> Are you the I'll inspiration take for Babe I'm gonna leave you? God damn it, there I never go. knew this.
1: Hey man, that's yeah, my favorite album song, so I'll take it.
17: I love that song. Yeah, I like anything is exactly. that anything.
1: Hey but yeah you know, I'm gonna tell you something pretty wild too. Like when we talked a few months back, um you were telling me uh, how you would—I think it was like the night before or something too. Like you had just taken your son, was it, to see Roger Waters? Ooh.
17: Yes, I took my whole family to see Roger Waters. That was an amazing, amazing, amazing show. That it was a inspired a ginormous like, middle finger to the to the whole, you know, non-believers. But go ahead.
1: That that inspired. Like I'm not. I'm not was never like a big Waters fan or Pink Floyd fan, but that inspired me to go and actually buy tickets for when he came to Philly, and my wife is always one of the fans. Ah, oh, man, to do, so tell me
17: like, you went.
1: Oh, we went, and I'll tell oh, you what, man. it was such an amazing show. It truly was.
17: I'm so fucking happy to hear that. I'm so happy you experienced that. you right. I mean, don't you wish all your friends could like see that? That's awesome, man. I'm glad um, that you got to see that. That's an amazing show, man. amazing musicians. His message has been the fucking same since day one, so it's it just so happens that it's so uh it's, it's still relevant in this day and age. It's just mankind, you know, it's the right. um, oppressor against the against the you know regular Joes like us, you know he 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 hears it, I love him, man, I love his ways, and I love what he stands for entirely. Well, not too many people are his big, you know, politically on his side and whatnot, but I am. I, I really look up to him, and I always have. His, uh, his. I, I think I may have told you that a long, long, long time ago, I accidentally, like, got tickets to go see his. I didn't even know he had a first solo record. I had no idea. Pros and cons of hitchhiking. I didn't know. I went to the Houston Summit, which is now, now it's called Little Lakewood Church which I'm pretty sure if you guys have been holding up, we've seen some controversy about that church. Um, I totally forgot what I was talking about. The devil stole my <laughs> mind. Roger Waters. At Lakewood Church. Roger Waters, yeah, yeah. I saw that show, and it was mind-boggling, man. It was my first quadruponic show. Uh, you know, and, uh, I was like, when sound was coming from around the venue. I never experienced that before, man, ever. So, you know, half the time when the sound would come, my head would turn. Because I was not, you know, accustomed to like hearing, you know, music on the left and the right and the center around you, behind you. It was just amazing, man. It was great. But I'm wow. glad you went and experienced that.
1: Yeah, it was totally awesome, man. It it really was. I I was I was shocked. But it was you that I'm inspired glad you me
17: inspired that. Robert Plant. What's
1: that? <laughs> <laughs> so now, I mean you're down there, you're in Texas, and uh, you you play for the band Heaviest Texas, if people don't know, which I I think after, like, this whole situation that you guys have gone through with this Hurricane Harvey and all the work you've been doing, like, um, I I think you need to change the name of the band to the heart of Texas, because you you truly like, have been blowing me away with everything you've been doing for the people down there, um, especially the musicians down in Texas where you're helping get Replace equipment that was lost from the floods and all. I mean, dude, truly remarkable, man.
17: I appreciate it, but man, I'm telling you, man, I'm I'm minuscule compared to some of the things people are doing out there. I'm just trying to do my part. I haven't really lifted it off the ground quite as well, but I I, I do I will tell you this: once up and I do help all the you know people that I do can through the uh, that are flood victims. I'm gonna go ahead and like proceed to keep that alive and just go ahead and help, you know, anybody that's less fortunate that needs a you know, guitar or a cymbal or something. If I have it, you know, somebody needs it, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to try to get it in their hands. And I'm you know, you know, you and I both know there's a lot of people that part away with things, you know, and they have a good heart. So it'd be a cool medium to uh, be able to like just, just help out. But you know, this thing, man, it's been absolutely horrific. And it's not You know, I mean, just what we've gone through, what people, you know, are going through with Irma right now. You know, you look at all the fires in Montana and California. It's like, you know, in India, there was a flood. There was just like complete mass devastation absolutely abroad. So, but the love that, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It brings good people together and it brings bad people together. It seems as though. And I mean, it's like a magnet, man. And uh, the love that I see, and um, um, you know, I like I said, man, I'm humbled by your words. But I'm, I'm truly, I'm trying to just do my part, man. And I, I, I wish I could do more. When I see the animal rescues and stuff, I was trapped where I was at, without a boat, without a raft, and stuff like that. Not trapped where I was, like water, like literally around me, because I live on a second story building, but uh, okay. uh, apartments. But we were safe. Um, but, but, but also. Paralyzed almost, you know, because you know you you can't get out there to help anybody. You know, I met I met with a couple of young men that uh, were from the neighborhood where it's just there's a current going through it as we speak, you know. And then both and at at one one time there was a live current going through it, and it's made the news. But this young man, he's like 25 years old, and his sister wanted him to rescue his cat, so. What he had done is go to rescue the cat, and when he got off the boat with his buddy, he stepped on a live wire, and he knew it. He knew it. So uh, his his friend came to get him, and he yelled at his buddy, "Don't touch me! Get away from me! I'm dying! Don't you know? Get away! You know!" And he saved his buddy's life. He was, but he passed, man. And uh, this wow. is just, and all the you know all the animals. That you know, it's just like you know. I personally know friends that have just accidentally, man, you know, their pets by by trying to save their lives by caging right. up a cat, for instance, to 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 try to save it, and they put it there, and the cat, I guess, freaks out when they come back. It's floating in the water because the cage is in the water, and a lot of people, man, I hear um, that cage their animals up and left. I mean, oh. come on, man! At least give it some kind of—you know—that is just the most horrific fucking thing, man. And uh, so the thought of all this—and and it's not—it's not it's no you know, movie; it's not no story; it's the truth. It's like it's really, really—you know—when I mean, you're cleaning up, you know, you're looking at—you're not picking up mud off some of these houses. It's sewage lines busted up. You're really completely cleaning crap. And the smell of death in the medium of, of dead animals is just, you know, it's just insane. It's, um, and so, and this—we're we're, we're still underwater, you know. And they were pumping like water out of the out of uh, a highway here, and it there was a sinkhole under it. So, where it could, so it's, it's like it's like, and the traffic has been devastating because of those mishaps on the freeway. So, it, you know, I live kind of central. And what it would take me normally, like, on a 10-minute trip, now it's about two hours. So it's just kind of like, in Texas, you know, we are already kind of like, everybody's just, like, really edgy. Not everyone. Not, I'm mean, not speaking for everyone. I'm talking about, like, just the edgy people. The traffic's really bad. The the, the, the It's very aggressive. So now it's just, like, insane, man. So pray for us, man. Anyway, it's brought about a lot of unity. And I, I appreciate you bringing that about. And uh, if you don't mind, man, I want to kind of gear this off on, and talk about Heaviest Texas, because today I had a really, really, really wonderful, and probably one of the longest conversations I've had was Kyle Thomas, who is um, the vocalist for Heaviest Texas, and he's also the vocalist for Exhorter. You know, we all know Kyle. Uh, he's currently, you know, he sings for... Trouble, and uh, he's mm-hmm. done Alabama Thunder Pussy. Everything he's done has been gold, and I have loved it. I've Florida, still to this day is one of my favorite bands ever, like top five, you know, heavy bands, top three heavy bands. Um, so, um, the heaviest Texas record is very, very interesting, man. I really truly cannot wait for this thing to come out, especially through what we've gone through, what he's gone through through Katrina, you know, and the collective, um, Kind of like suffering, we've we've both have gone through and have witnessed, but been fortunate enough to have just lost material things and been, you know, um, spared our lives. As right. artists, I think we're going to con- contribute in a big way of saying something about it. Just kind of, kind of like in the way uh, the uprising was, you know, the EP with Tim, I had that kind of like something, and it was about one particular thing, uh, you know. This is the next chapter.
1: Nice. And uh, we got a full full, full album
17: idea. coming at you, man. I'm sorry? When? Any,
1: any idea when that's going to be coming out?
17: That's a really good question. So here's where we're at. Um, Dave Bisgotti, who I got playing bass, is kind of like next up in, in, uh, in the session room. And then Kyle. Kyle's working his magic as we speak. So... So it's it's coming together. I can't tell you. I can't give you a date. I can't. I don't even know where, where I'm at right now. I've been so cooped <laughs> up inside the house. I don't know what time, it so I uh, um, I don't know. As soon as we get it done, mix and mastered, I'll you know we'll get right after a couple of months in advance at least. Tell people, you know, so, I don't know. I don't really know. I was going to say September a long time ago, but I'm pretty glad I didn't because we're still in the process of actually creating it. It's, uh But it's almost done, man. It's towards the end, you know. Um, Kyle's got to come up with uh, lyrics for a few songs and whatnot, and it's nothing, you know, he's not accustomed with. And, man, it's just thrilling and exciting to just talk to the dude. It's, I mean, something about him, man. Something about Kyle Thomas is like, at my age, with the experience we both had and and all the things that we've gone through, I feel like a super young, I feel like a kid, man. Like a young, young, young teenager that's picked up the guitar for the first time. I feel that that incredible thrill, that youthful thrill, you know, playing with him. It's completely innocent and, uh, you know, untattered, man. And I'm li- really looking forward to playing on the road with this guy. And, man, I bet you're fucking ass. We're touring. I think we talked about this before, babe, uh, about touring, I believe. I think we discussed this last time. For yeah. all the curious people out there, when Heaviest Texas puts the album out, we will immediately follow it up with a tour. That's a promise.
1: And then you gotta come to Philly. I mean absolutely.
17: Absolutely. That's a no brainer. Absolutely coming to Philly.
0: Yeah, that that, that would be for
17: awesome. me- meanwhile, I mean for for, for the listener that completely doesn't know who the heck guy I am, which is <laughs> which is understandable, check out MarziMontaziri which is my website. You can also check out Marzi Montesari on Facebook, Marzi Montesari on Instagram. Um, your boy have an army too, <laughs> Marzi the Marzi army. army. But, yeah, the Marzi army. It's good to have the armies. In fact, I really, really enjoyed listening to the interview before you, man. The spirits were super high, and really loved that cat. Um, also, I um, put out the EP. The Uprising with Tim Ripper Owens on a brand new label called Crunchy Western Records out of Houston. Um, so that's that was our little appetizer and for Heaviest Texas. And then the Heaviest Texas will be the second uh, effort from Crunchy Western Records. And uh, you can check out crunchywesternrecords.com or also check, you know, the Facebook page. And that right there was in those – uh, mediums, you can you can pretty much get all the information you need and work.
1: Cool, Marzi, dude. Again, the work you're doing out there is tremendous. Like I I, I sit and watch your Facebook page with your updates, and uh, as it was going on with the storm and all, and you were, it were like really, right afterwards, and you were posting like a lot of the videos of you know the floods and and the people like as they were uh, cleaning through the houses and all. I, I mean. To see it like that, it's so eye-opening. And, and what you're doing out there. Um, uh,
17: and those were all friends, bae. Those were all personal people. Those were like reposts from people that I actually knew. There was, right. you know. And I, at this point, yeah, any one of us knows it. Thank you, man. Absolutely. Thank Marzia, you for thank recognizing. You. But you know what I say, man? I uh, gave one of my guitars to a buddy of mine. I found out in Beaumont that had lost his guitar, you know? And, um, you know, he was, like, taken back by it. He was like, man, I can't take your guitar. You know, I was like, man, you know, it's real simple. You would have done the same thing for me. That's yeah. how it is. I'm, and I'm pretty sure that you, babe, would have done the same thing as I am doing. Um, a, f- a good friend of mine always said, real knows real. And that's how it is, man. Good gravitates towards good, bad towards bad. It's just like a magnetic field. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's just how the universe functions. And um, I want to congratulate you and your 250 mark. Totally driven radio is, um, you know, it's, it's East Coast, but we're bringing Texas to you, man. We're bringing Absolutely. Texas to you. And I'm going to be your Texas chapter representing. And I appreciate your hard work and uh, your effort and the love that you put into it, man. Um, Thank you. Due to, due to the love that you put out there, you know, voices like mine and others, you know, that, that put art, time and effort into getting, creating art, that you know is heard, and I thank you. Thank you very much. Thank but
1: you, thank Margie. you for having me. Absolutely. And hey, and, cheers and, to and, another
17: two fifty, huh?
1: Absolutely, and I can't wait to get you back on because uh, I can sit and talk music with you for hours.
17: Absolutely. Well, here, man. Cheers to your uh, next guest, and cheers to you. And congrats again, hey, with all the Marzi Army, totally driven radio, all the blessings.
1: Thank you you be good. Take care, Marzi. You
17: take care, baby. Be safe out there. You too, my brother. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: All right, well, There he goes. Marzi Montezari. What a freaking dude. That dude's amazing. Seriously, uh, people need to see what he's doing out there and listen to his music to boot because that's just the icing on the cake for an amazing human being that he is. So it's, it's truly eye-opening what I've been seeing, what he's been putting out there on social media. It's crazy. So, all right, it's time. show doesn't stop. We keep going. Let's go. Here we go. Our good friend, the king the, of the daredevils of the ATV world. He is also the president of the Bigfoot Army. Our good friend, the one and only, the Pitbull Henry Reif. What's going on, my brother?
8: Bigfoot is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> How
18: you doing, buddy?
1: Oh, man. Dude, I am doing good. How are you?
18: Oh, I'm I'm doing good. I just uh, I took off this morning about 5:30 a.m. Just about uh, oh, 10 minutes ago, I wrapped my day off.
1: You work too much, man.
18: No rest for the wicked. <laughs> uh,
1: so, one thing I I really got to do is uh, I, I got to thank you because um, if if it wasn't for you recommending your family to come become part of a totally driven. I I mean they truly been a blessing. And uh that's uh Dallas and Teddy and Austin. The, the three of them guys have truly been um great. I I mean they are totally driven. And I'm just a pleasure to have them on board. and I'm so thankful for you doing that. So thank you.
18: You're welcome man and uh it's my pleasure. Uh I I was kinda keeping that under the radar because I didn't know if uh most of the your listeners knew that, but uh, Dallas is actually my son. Teddy is, uh, he's my nephew, but uh, my, my brother passed uh, early in his life, and uh, I've uh, uh, he's my kid too, so uh, yeah, we got more kids coming. I've had uh, uh, three grandbabies in the last three months, just had wow. Sunday, my fourth grandkid, and uh, yeah, we've been busy. Um you know, I interviews uh, and stuff. We've talked about my family before but the whole family's kind of show biz oriented. I have a I have another son that's uh making movies over in uh uh actually he's been jumping all over the world lately. Uh he's been making movies over in China. And uh wow. loves it over there. Uh he's done some stuff with uh John Travolta, and uh, uh, what's a guy that played Freddy Krueger? Um, oh, uh, Robert also. Ingram. Yeah, he did uh, movies with each of those guys. Uh, and uh, let's see, they have Dallas, he's, he's a brain, man. He's uh, seen him have all kinds of heavy-duty conversations all the time. He's a brilliant kid. Um, let's see, the uh, the oldest She's a, she's a chef and she looks like she could be a movie star She's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life uh, She gets that from her mom Because her mom's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life uh, The youngest girl She was uh, playing college basketball And she wrapped that up And she decided she wanted to have a kid So, uh, And then we have the youngest Who is A musician Slash Getting into the medical field And then you have Mrs. Pitbull Who is uh, My wife is about as awesome as it gets She's uh, uh, Quite the accomplished singer And uh, She sang with Charlie Daniels Um, She did all kinds of shit like that So uh, yeah Show business runs pretty deep in the family a and,
1: too much. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now, you can't leave yourself out Because, um, I mean, y- y- you are the pit bull And uh, you actually uh, recently dusted off the ramps And were doing some jumps So, uh, it was what making did, me wonder What it like that? I, I was getting excited I wanted to know, what, uh, is there anything cooking that you want to say? or uh, I, I know there were some things cooking Is, is anything... Solidified you
18: well, uh, well Here's the thing I had a deal cooking For some stuff I I mean it still might be in the works But it's not looking good For New Year's Out of Vegas and, uh, That's all I'm really at liberty to say But if you say uh, Vegas and New Year's And uh, Evil Knievel related type thing I think you can figure it out Uh it's not looking good, though. Uh, There's been some people that backed out and I'm uh, kind of imagine. disappointed about that because that would have been a big deal. But uh, I am working on a at least five-city tour in China. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They, they were wanting it by October, and I really had, I hurt my elbow, uh, Really bad, and uh, I was really pissed doubt whether or not I was going to be able to jump anymore. Um, So, like you said, I dusted off the ramps and decided to see if the old boy still got it. And I'm pleased to tell you, uh, I'm still a stone cold killer. Yeah, you still got. I mean, mean,
1: you can't even doubt yourself. Of course, you still got it, and and you were up there. You know, at forty nine
18: years old, you know, uh, jumping. I guess now it's getting to be more of an older guy sport because uh, all the old jumpers just refused to quit. So, uh, you know, I, I made my mind up. If uh, the elbow wasn't going to hold together very good, if I was having trouble with it, I was going to call it a day. And guess what? I'm not calling it a day. In fact, uh, I'm going to step it up. So, next year, I'm going to I'm going to throw my hat back in the ring and. Uh, do what I do,
1: and hopefully you'll come to Philly at some point, beside China, and do it.
18: Well, I hey man, I'm in. Uh, and there's people that tell you. I heard you know some of the other guys saying, "Hey, book a show," and I'm in. Oh, I'm in. You you got a car lot? Let's do it at your car lot. <laughs> <laughs> to jump and, uh gonna help in that regard and we'll get done. I'd love to come to Philly. I've never been there. And uh, you know, I have met quite a few people from Philadelphia and uh, they're as cool as can be, so I'm in.
1: As simple as that. Boom.
18: What do you want to see me jump?
1: See I, I I they just need to like like turn over uh like uh, the Wells Fargo Center to me for a day and just have like this giant totally driven festival have you jump in and bands playing, have some comedians going. The jumping bands playing. Yeah! Exactly. Just combine the best of all worlds. We'll have uh, Christine Hazel cooking food for us. I mean, we'll just have a giant freaking party.
18: Hey, works for me, man.
1: It sounds uh, simple, doesn't it?
18: Yeah, sounds simple. Uh, you know, i always said that the easiest part about jumping is the jumping. It's all the bullshit in between. You know, I just all the red tape and insurance and uh, hooking everything up and getting stuff finalized and uh, thank God for my wife because she stepped in that role. She does most of that for me because I just don't have the patience for it.
1: She is a, uh, a, a true uh, angel. Not even saying disguised, but she's not disguised.
18: She's she's my version of Jess. She's a
1: totally. That's the simplest way to put it. What are
18: you doing? Congratulations on two fifty.
1: Thank you. And let, let let's uh let's do some more evil can evil shows and uh I have scheduled before I forget I have it written down here. October nineteenth. So we're about six weeks away from this. We're gonna do the oh, you're Big
18: about Fo- to get your ass kicked the Bigfoot show,
1: <laughs> We we've been planning this for about six months, and we've it's been like this fun little argument Henry and myself have, and uh, as far as I know, uh, Courtney, I have to reach out to her and confirm things, but I I think uh, Kristen Knievel is supposed to do the show with us, so it should be an interesting, uh, yeah, should be an interesting argument.
18: Well. You guys, we come prepared because we, I have I have my son Dallas, and uh, we're prepared. We're gonna we're gonna eat you guys
0: alive.
18: <laughs> Are we getting any more guests? We talked about uh, Dr. Mildred, is Do you think it's gonna pan out or not?
1: I'll tell you. I you know what? I I haven't even started working on the, on the show yet, but that's gonna uh, start going into effect very soon because uh, I've had so many other things I've been working on. So now that I've the smoke has cleared on some things, and i kind of moved forward on. The, and the the big thing was getting the magazine together. I mean, that's like a, a six week process of craziness, and so that that's. When, uh, when you gonna
18: have a pit bull on the cover.
1: What, what, what the hell's up with that? There, there, you go. Well, I, I, I guess when, if you were jumping in Philly instead of China, then we could put you on a cover.
18: <laughs> I I'd, I'd even do a center phone for you, but you're gonna need an extra fold. <laughs> uh, oh, man, for oh, my man. ego.
0: <laughs>
18: <laughs>
1: oh, that's too funny. Uh, Henry, you're the man as always, man. Love talking to you. It's always a blast, always a pleasure. And uh, yeah, let's catch One up night more we're soon.
18: Have to do a, a pit bull special.
1: Hey, I'm always ready. You know that.
18: Well, I'm always ready to talk about myself. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, Uh uh, congratulations on 250. Give the girls a hug and kiss for me. And, uh, yeah. This is ATV Daredevil Henry the Pitbull Rife. Wishing Bay Ragney a happy 250. I'm out. Thanks, Henry. Pitbull out.
1: We had Batman out, Henry out, Pitbull out, CK out. Now, and now let's welcome the next guest who's going to be in. <laughs> he's probably chomping at the bit because I'm taking too long. Let's welcome to the show. He's known as Black Man, Mr. Chris Fraley. What's going on?
2: <laughs> I'm Black Man, saving mankind one stereotype at a time because some white people can't dance. And not all blondes are dumb and not all Irish drink too much, but a lot of them do. What's up, baby?
1: <laughs> hey, before we go any further, what's the shower song of the week?
2: The shower song of the week is uh, I Believe in Miracles, You Sexy Thing. That's the <laughs> one I'm working I got one coming up on Friday. but uh, We're, we're going to talk Blast Man now because Blast Man's got stuff going on, but I do got my shower song. Let's talk about shower song. One, I'm going out to L.A. next month, and I'm opening up for a band and I'm doing their song, their hit song, in the shower, and they're gonna come out and just start riffing it. Come on. That's bad as shit, man. I'm gonna on the big screen. I'm gonna be singing their song. a band called Dial Seven from from Orange County, and they're gonna rip it up. Right after that, my shower song.
8: They're, that is. It's too
2: their fun. it's their 20 year reunion tour. Not a tour. They're just they're getting back together since 1997, and I'm opening it up. No. <laughs> That's my next project, shower song. I got things going on. go to chrisfraleybuss and check out what Chris Fraley's got going on. That's Chris Fraley, not Farley 'cause he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yes, but back to Black man. Black man's got some shit going on, man. Black man's keeping it black, keeping it real <laughs> black but uh I got to I went out to San diego comic con. Uh, did I just hijack this uh, this this interview? Hey or man, I went to San Diego Comic Con and got on TV. Entertainment Tonight loves black man, so uh, Kevin Frazier came out to me. I didn't know who that black man was. He talking about black man. Get away from me, black man. My wallet, wife, my wallet's locked up. You Can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Frazier tried <laughs> to jack black man, but uh, he put me on TV. And uh, my boy back in Jersey was rolling tape. I was like, I got. See, that's what you need, and that's what I believe. I believe in totally driven radio, too, because you got to have believers. You get some believers, and then it's all you need. So he was back in Jersey rolling tape, and he said, Yo, man, he's, I was out doing my thing, he texted me, I just saw you on TV, and I'm like, there you go. That was my one thing I wanted to do when I went out to San Diego Comic-Con and uh, get on TV. I tried to work with Conan, stand in his line, and try to get in his show, but... He wasn't having me. so no, And, and um, I was trying to get with Karen, uh, the, the insult to Comic Dog, but they didn't even have him out there this year. I don't think. I didn't see him. So, really? Yeah, I didn't see him. I, I was looking that. for the insult Comic Dog. He might have been there. But since Conan dissed me with the tickets, because I was on the list, I was on the short list for tickets, so he dissed me. I didn't even watch the shows. I'm like, all right, man. I just move on. I get some entertainment tonight. I do. I do black man. Like, you, can't, you can't be You know, you can't be Like, like black black man been disappointed before. So
1: hey, everything's so, like a major network. Cody's not on a major major network anymore.
2: Yeah, but he's got followers, man. And. It's TBS sponsored everything down there it's Like the, the buses had T Conan on it The trains had Conan on it Enough about Conan Let's talk about me <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: So where did I meet you at brother Remember that
1: Atlantic City Comic Con Atlantic
2: City Comic Con It's crazy because I don't even know what cosplay is I thought cosplay was Hey 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 I'm Bill Cosby I'm playing Give me some, give me a, play a little baby. Here, I thought cosplay was Bill Cosby. It was a pop, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my Bill Cosby. But uh, <laughs> I didn't know what, what cosplay was. I'm just a black man. I'm fighting stereotypes. But hey, cosplay is black man ain't playing. I'm fighting stereotypes because all people are more like than they are different. You brush your teeth this morning, right? You brush Absolutely. Your teeth? There you go. People are way more likely than they are different. So I don't know what this uh, stereotype is. But they, there's a fine line between funny and stupid. So <laughs> there's a very fine line. So if you, if it's kind of funny, let's laugh together and keep it moving, you know?
1: Let, let, let's keep it moving. Like and When you told me you were going out to Sandy, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, I was like, Oh shit! Like shit's yep. gonna get yep. real now. Like
2: it, it shit got <laughs> real, real man. I went out there and saw my arch nemesis, Mister White, was out there. Oh, uh, he's Mister White. Go to my go to my Facebook page. Check out Mister White. That's uh, Facebook at Black Man. And uh, you can check out my Twitter at, at uh, Black Man Fans. You can check out my, my Instagram Black Man Empowers. But Mister White came out there and he, he startled me. 'Cause he, he's all about money and watching Frasier and shit. And like i <laughs> like, I was like he startled me. He had a ascot on. I'm like, Mr. Wade black it up a little bit. <laughs> black black it down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, so my saw so my arch my first arch nemesis. There's gonna be some more coming. That's a little series, Miss Black Man Adventures. Check out Black Man Adventures, the new adventures of Black Man. There's gonna be some more villains I'm gonna have to face. But Mr. White, he's got money to burn. <laughs> and we got we gotta we gonna have to I'm like Robin I'm black Robin Hood. I'm black man. <laughs> now
1: how how frustrating now I, I remember this now from the one of the it was probably the first video you put out from San Diego. When you're out there and you're walking around and you're giving out your stickers and all that. And then people won't take a sticker. And, yep. and I, I it's amazing uh,
2: you will take a sticker, and then you'll never hear it. I'm like, you can't take my picture, take a sticker, not show me some love. Post that right now, you know? They'll be like, oh, that's great, but then you never hear it. My picture is not going to do any good locked up on your iPhone. <laughs> you know? Post that, baby. Come on. You like what you see? It's not going to do any damn good for any of us stuck in your phone. You know what, you cuddling up with it at night? Oh, I love that afro, black man. Post <laughs> that picture, bitch, <you> bitches. <laughs> but yeah, they take my stuff. But they, but when I gave out T-shirts, they definitely had to sign up right there. You had to do something special for me. Sign up, like black man, and uh, and actually be the size. <laughs> if, I, if you were three X, you just couldn't get one because I have no three X. <laughs> but speaking of T-shirts, if you want a T-shirt, the first people listening is you. The first listeners of the two hundred fifty fiftieth show of Totally Turbin, if you go to my my website chrisfraleypresents dot com, all one word chrisfraleypresents dot com, and go to the contacts and say I want that damn t shirt, black yo black man, hook a hook a brother up with a t shirt, I'll send you a t shirt. The first five people listeners to tonight, get yourself a black man, get yourself some black gear. Some swag, baby, as black folks call
1: it. I guess. Uh, unless, unless you're a three X, then you shit out of luck.
2: Oh, if you're three X, baby, I ain't got nothing for you. Actually, <laughs> I do. I do have like five three X in in, in 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 like a little box tucked tucked away because black women's got some big breasts. See, so I guess my my sister said we my sister said she, we gotta get some for some black girls. breast <laughs> yeah, So all right, so the black girls are hooked up. If you're a black girl. Go to dot com. I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black uh, man got something for you. <laughs> oh, no, no,
0: no, so, no. Yeah, but
2: two hundred fifty man, that's 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 monumental. That's cool. You know? Thank you. Yeah, yep, it's, it's like let's go for three hundred. Let's do this.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. All right,
2: So, so what does Black man got going on on the back of your magazine?
1: <laughs> He's got a. Big ass ad. He's got a big article. He's one of our supporters. He's one of our sponsors now. Don't freak, man. I He's am totally
2: black. driven with this guy. No doubt. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No, it's all good, man. When's that come out? See, I, just I, I just, I just hijacked this damn interview. then <laughs> Did I read on Facebook that uh UPS
1: called you and said it's, it's shipping? I got the email today. Excellent. It's, it is. Shipped. It'll be at my door tomorrow between two right. and two. I, I want to
2: get like twenty of them because I got a comic book shop up in in the New York North area. Of my my actually uh uh, uh, uh uh my boy in Philly, he, what's his name? <laughs> <Why can't, laughs> I just all changing the thought like you did earlier in an what, earlier interview. One uh, uh, of my other sponsors and be I'm yeah. yeah, he's my he's my uh, official uh, Ontario Street Comics is my official comic book store. But I got a guy in New York that wants to wants to carry some of your magazines. So let's do this. Oh sweet, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We'll
1: hook, we gotta, you know what we got to do one day. We got to like hook up and go somewhere and eat and hang out and bullshit and yeah, yep.
2: Yeah, and roll tape. I roll tape on everything. So it, I, I usually don't tell people, but I, I usually roll tape because when it not, not you probably because you like to talk. But if I tell people I'm rolling tape, they kind of clam up. So I just roll some tape, and we just goof. I did that with Mr. White. We did a, a writing session in Boston, and I got I came back and listened to that tape. It's just like, it's just funny, off-the-cuff shit. It, I just put my iPhone down, and hit record, and it came out nice and clear. And that's how I came back here and did some writing, because I listened to the tape back. And I heard myself making the same stupid jokes over again before <laughs> I would say it to the tape, and then I would say it on the tape. <laughs> I'm, I'm an so, idiot.
1: So you, you just blew the whole mystique. You actually knew Mr. White beforehand. I thought you met him out there in San Diego.
2: Actually, Mr. White. I met Mr. White. I met Mr. White every day. as like, get out! Walk outside my house. I mean, Mr. White. <laughs> <laughs> the mailman is Mr. White. That's what he tried to say? But <laughs> Mr. White is a character that that everybody knows and loves. But uh, I did not mess up the mystique. Oh, this is, this is, this is a this is a a serious game we're playing of reality and stereotypes. But. uh, Actually all the stuff all the stuff we wrote in Boston was was thrown out the window. He improved noces of the stuff so Mr. White is talented. <laughs> he's very talented. Matter of fact, he's 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 out he's flying out to LA. Next week he's gonna be on Superstore next season. So let's all let's all just be big in two thousand eighteen, alright?
1: Absolutely. And and speaking of of, of that, we have uh, my 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 good friend and my co-host Nick, who's back there being very quiet. He he wants to do a video with you, and he wants to be the incredible bulk.
2: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) He doesn't have to be green, does he? I I mean, I can get some, you know. (laughs) Let's do it. I'm I'm game for anything. I got a I got a writer out in L.A. Jase. From uh, Jay's from from Lustra. The Scotty doesn't know fame. You know the song. Oh, Scotty man. doesn't know. Co-writer that song. He's out there. He wrote a script called. Uh, it's not a costume. It's a uniform. I'm going out there October 7th. We're gonna start filming a little bit. Cause black man is not a costume. It's a uniform. Everybody says nice costume. That's <laughs> all I was getting out of Comic Con. It's nice costume, man. Ah, man. Uh, black man ain't playing. It's a uniform. So, uh, Jace, Jace, he's gonna be the first person that that I actually am not. That I'm, I'm just an actor. I'm no, I'm, I'm, I had the final edit, but it's his baby. Let him have it. We'll see how it comes out. So, if the credible, that's where I got. That's where I started off with the story. If the credible bulk wants to be write something, write it down. None of my skits are over four minutes with credits because you know the attention span on the internet. <laughs> you know the attention span on the internet oh, yeah. Not that fucking long
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: Not that long at all So If if if, I, if you ain't got me in the first 45 seconds uh, I'm clicking over the porn <laughs> <laughs> There you go oh, <laughs> It's a black porn Oh black man <laughs> So yo So check me out like I said Facebook at Black Man's Instagram, Black Man Empowers, all one word, Black Man Empowers, and Twitter. Can't forget the Twitter because at Black Man Fans. There you go. Do so, oh, you have any
1: any appearances coming up? or up, anything? You, or?
2: You, you, uh, I, you you you're you're right. We're right in sync, man. We're in sync. Bye 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 bye. Uh, I got Philadelphia com- com- Comics and Cosplay Days coming up. In May, I think, March? Yeah, like March. March, so that's my March
1: 2018.
2: Yep, there you go. I'm going to be there. That's my Philly John. I'm going back to San Diego Comic-Con next July. New York Comic-Con's coming up in, in, in October 10th. But I'm at number one. Actually, October 5th to the 8th, New York Comic-Con. But I'm not feeling New York, man. And I'm headed out to L.A. on the 7th. So, the, 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 the too much black man. Yeah, you know, I'm not the only. I'm not the only New York Comic Con. i just not feeling it. But uh, uh, um,
1: let me throw a plug out there for a, a convention we'll be doing. uh yes. little, Which one? You know, maybe which I'll show another up. Another one of our sponsors. It's going to be down here in Delaware, uh, right outside of Philadelphia, right by the airport. It's going to be. Uh, oh,
2: yes. On. Maybe.
1: You know what? Con.
2: I've actually heard of it. Yes, in Delaware.
1: Yes. Yes. You should come down to that one.
2: You know, it's it's hard for I work on Saturdays. Black man, you know, black man, they got the black man working on the weekend. You know how that is. <laughs> Lucky, God damn! But uh, if I can get off work, you know, let's do this. It's
1: Everything. actually two weeks this year, so it's Saturday and Sunday. So I black can do man, a Sunday. On Sunday, look at that. I there can do go. Sunday.
2: You blast that out there on Facebook and reminders and stuff like that. Let's do I this. Will. Make an appearance. You ah, come, see come you again. I'll t- <laughs> That'd be fun.
1: have a table there, so you can come hang out at the table. and uh, oh, you going to have, have a table,
2: table? too? Uh, yeah.
1: I'm there, baby. Yeah. i
0: there. <laughs> awesome. We'll I'm going to awesome.
2: There's something called Awesome Con in D.C. Awesome Con. Never uh-huh. been to it in D.C. That's black. T- that's black town. That's dark country down there. Black, men got to go to D.C. <laughs> but I heard it's actually really, really cool. Uh... People go to Chuck down to D.C. When I go down to D.C., I, I always go down. Whenever I go to, to a, a con that's out of town, I make sure I, I do a shower song in the hotel room, too. So I got all my, like, <laughs> projects all linked together somehow. <laughs> I really oh, do. Yeah, I you know, do a shower I... song. I do a couple shower songs. I do Black Man. Sometimes I do a shower song in the wig.
1: <laughs> yeah, why don't you do in the wig? You got to do it with the wig on.
2: I did one. I did a... Uh... Cut like an afro. I did poison by uh bell bib the boat. Cut like an afro <laughs> me and the crew used to do it. Go check it out I'm at kidding, Chris dot com. <laughs> <laughs> did I just oh, do it with my my only impression of Bill Cosby? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm an absolute idiot. I just uh, emailed around. <laughs>
1: but hey. But you're having fun being an idiot, and that's all that no, matters.
2: am I'm, I'm a married idiot, and having lots of fun at it, you know? And it don't cost any money to act the fool. Yeah. I've been acting a fool all my life, so let's act and try to get some money out of it. And, and you never you know,
1: know? No, it could end up making you money for being an idiot. So, hey, more power to
2: Tons of people. <laughs> tons <laughs> of people making money being idiots, <laughs> legally. So... Let's do, <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. So, yeah, man. I'm totally driven, man. When I saw you at, at, at LA City Comic-Con, I said, this guy, he's got something. So, we've been cool I ever since.
1: Yeah, I, I hate you, man. When, when I saw you, I, I lost it. I, yep. I was sold on the shoes. The shoes had me sold <laughs> Yep, there's got
2: to be the shoes. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting so used. I can do five hours in them now. Back then, I couldn't do forty five minutes. I could do five hours. Oh the Sunday the seventeenth I'm at I'm in the African American. Oh my god, I I hate that word. The African American parade in Harlem, New York this Saturday. This next 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 Sunday. I'm trying to get some T V time, New York T V time. So I'm not I'm gonna be in the black man parade. I'm changing the name of it. It's the black man parade. <laughs> African American <laughs> Parade I'm going to try Not to get shot Too but that's <laughs> Yeah please
1: don't we, we, we don't need You getting shot
2: <laughs> No we don't It's usually a Festive day As long as I get Out of town Before it gets dark, <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. dark man. <laughs>
0: oh man Probably
2: dark man Oh man I'm uh, stereotypes I'm stereotyping The stereotypes Hey the damn shame. But all in fun Baby All in fun
0: Absolutely, Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Nice Well Chris, thank you for everything, and ah, I mean yep. everything you've done for being part of this, being a sponsor, a huge, tremendous yep. help. Yeah.
2: There you go, man. I, I got to cut a uh, – like you said, you want me to cut something, some kind of intro or something. I want to do that for you, too, send it to you. Yeah, B3. we need
1: to make a commercial for you.
2: Yep, yep, yep. So right, uh, like, a, like a spot before, right before you go live on the air or something like that. Right. So, yep, cool. I got yeah, something well, in mind, can... too. I do have something in mind. It's going to be very – very audio. I I I work in audio, so I I can make I can paint pictures with audio. So it's going to be a nice big picture. Paint that picture. Paint that picture. <laughs> yeah. cool.
1: All right. Yeah, I'll talk to you over the weekend or early next week, and we'll we'll get that all lined cool. up.
2: Yep. Cool. All right, man. Oscar Mayer bacon. Asalaamu Alaikum Oscar Mayer bacon. Black man. Out. Bacon. Asalaamu Alaikum <laughs> Cracking myself up again oh,
1: Alright, <laughs>
2: right,
1: well, there he goes The one and only And inter- another one You know, our cast of characters are truly one and only Black man
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude,
0: I-, I love that fucking guy
1: Oh, he's a trip Oh, man, oh, man So, alright, we-, we have uh, We have another one and I- Let me see if I know who this is is this Taylor Monroe from The Dead Reckoning? Yep, it is, love. Hey, man, how the hell are you doing, dude?
19: I'm doing pretty swell. How about you
1: Good, man. Now, if people don't know this band, if you want to get your balls kicked rock and roll hard style, The Dead Reckoning. Check them the frig out. They played here in Philly a couple months it ago. Was, it, was, yeah, it was like two months ago. It was in July. Yep. Kick major fucking ass. Truly truly taught me a lesson that night, and uh, people need to be taught this lesson as well. So uh, talk to me. What do you got going on? You got a bunch of stuff coming up you were saying?
19: Uh, yeah. Well, uh, this Saturday, uh, we're going to be in North Carolina, uh, playing at uh, Sweet or Sweat, however you pronounce it. Um, and then uh, September 23rd, we're uh, going to be uh, in Atlanta playing uh, Slaughter Cube.
1: Oh, cool. Very cool. Now you're, you're playing this weekend. I, I mean, you, and you're down in Atlanta. Are You guys gonna be affected by the storm at all, or?
19: Um, so we talked to them earlier today, and they said the show is uh, a, a go so far. So
1: nice, very cool. Be, well, be safe there, please.
19: Oh, definitely. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
19: no, it's be rain or shine, this uh, hurricane's gonna back the back up once we start getting on stage.
1: <laughs> I think you guys are kick the hurricane's ass.
19: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a whole lot more than the hurricane it'll ever be.
1: <laughs> now, you guys got a, a new album that works too? or?
19: Yeah, it's uh, called Rise of the Fallen. It should be out later this year. Um, we're going to tour on it uh, next year. Um, we're going nice. to do a 32-day tour, and then right after, do a 62-day tour.
1: Holy shit. That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you got the the little light up uh your little light up stage all geared up and ready.
19: Oh, definitely.
1: <laughs> Dude, that thing like w- when you you set it up, I was like, what the hell is this thing? And then you lit it up, I was like, it adds so much to to just the whole aspect of the music and everything and you on there. I mean, it truly mm-hmm. is I might think like what the fuck? But it adds so much to
19: We uh we are actually gonna build a new one. Uh, it's gonna be a lot bigger. Uh it's gonna have strobe light in it. It's gonna have a fog machine
1: inside of it. It's gonna be nice. Oh shit. <laughs> you you've really taken it to the next level now. Guy
19: guy too got to when you're on the road. You gotta you know gotta have a great show, you gotta do a great life performance, you know got to show the fans what they want. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so let, let's uh, plug out there. Where can everybody find you guys and get your music and keep up to date on everything?
19: Um, we're on Spotify, iTunes, all over the interwebs. <laughs> Just Google Dead Reckoning and, you know, we're there.
1: And, and also, too, you guys are part of... the uh, what, So I don't say it wrong. The, uh, the metal group I mean, guys came yep. up from Atlanta. To, you guys yeah, are in it's Philly,
19: uh, mother chapter,
1: right? That blew me away, man. I mean, an amazing group and such support is freaking awesome, man. I I wish there was more like that around the country. It was truly an awesome thing.
19: We're 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 trying to bring that a day at a time. We are going to bring it back.
1: That's awesome. You guys are doing it absolutely. <laughs> well, cool. Taylor, I, I want to thank you. I, I mean, and this was like a total waste minute, but, uh, dude, thank you. I, and I want to thank you guys again for uh, when you guys came out and played in Philly. Um, totally kicked ass. I, I, you, you converted me into a fan that night. I was blown away. And um, everybody really you guys out.
19: Billy PA was definitely, definitely one of the best shows on the whole tour. That's awesome.
1: We we were nervous at, at first. We were like, "Oh shit, man, people are gonna be leaving," but it turned out to be a killer freaking show.
19: Yeah, yeah. If I wish we would have had more room, I would have, I would have started a mosh pit up in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a little tight for a mosh pit in there, but we'll, we'll you know, have to we, find uh, some place bigger for next time
19: definitely we were in uh, Virginia a couple weeks ago um, you know it was killer killer place up there um, but I just got out inside with the crowd and just started moshing with them nice oh, that's freaking
1: awesome very very cool Nice, so, Taylor again thank you for calling in and uh, everybody look for Dead Reckoning check them out they're a badass band from down in Atlanta Georgia Thank you, you, man. Take care and keep in touch, dude. All right, we'll do that. See ya. All right, there he goes. Taylor Monroe from Dead Reckoning. That band. Holy crap.
4: You know, it's funny because the whole time you were talking, I, I didn't get it at first until the Atlanta thing came up. And then I was like, oh, of course I know who they are. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, dude, dude that, that band, I'm telling, you, when they played that show that night, I was like, holy shit, like really? Yeah, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Like serious. That no BS. They are freaking bad ass. They really were. And, and That's like pretty a lot cool. the people that hung out, like everybody, you know, nobody like they nobody knew who they were. So it was kind of like what do, what do we expect here? And then they just started and they freaking they blew that place away. They really
0: did.
4: That is so cool though. Like that like you Oh man. Just the whole idea behind it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the community and the supporting each other's shit like that. You know how long I've been trying to get something like that going on Facebook with all of our projects?
1: Oh I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm telling you, the support like that that group has is amazing. That that uh, the, the Georgia Metal Coalition or something it is, or I I forget what it is. He's, but I mean, they're a truly an amazing, dedicated bunch, and I wish there was more people like that.
10: That's awesome.
1: So let's uh, let's welcome to the show. We were saving the best for last. That's the way we arranged it. Let's welcome her, our own glow girl, the one and only, Miss Roxy Astor.
6: Hello, Roxy. Hello, Hello Bay. How are you? The best for last. I think I just got confused on all the time. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so I probably, I got the tired Bay, didn't I?
1: No, actually I I'm I'm up and I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I paced myself. I'm I'm good. I'm all good. good.
6: Yeah, I I've been watching the news like I was just watching something on the Barbados like the island is wiped out and then I look at the evacuation of Florida like 6 million people. I just can't even fathom that. I mean the destruction that's going on is just I mean it's not supposed to be happening, you know? It's scary.
1: And you know what? Our own uh, Jimmy Gennetti, who's on the line, he actually uh-huh. lives in Florida now, and he's staying tough and he's staying home in in Florida.
6: Really? What? Which part of Florida?
1: Gennetti, you there. Unmute.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
6: is he there, or is he on the phone with Godiva? Which one? Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: He must be on the phone with Godiva.
6: Well, so that, already he took off. He's do saying. Or he took off. <laughs> he oh, gosh.
1: But no, yeah, we were t- we were talking about it earlier in the show with him. He he's he's going to stay uh, stay there. He's in, I think it's Boynton Beach. He's in.
6: Huh? Um, staying at his home or? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He said and he's,
6: he's t- not afraid. Or. He's well, he really he was...
4: old, so
6: he's probably just you know ready. <laughs> I really want to talk to him for once. I really, I'm like, wow, to have actually somebody there because I just read on on everything, and I just, you know, because I'm, I'm getting making sure that I'm not watching this fake news because they were talking about how there's a hurricane six status, and I'm like, wait, and that, and that was fake news. It only goes up to five. And so it would be good to hear from somebody who's actually, you know, standing ground there. I don't know if it's smart or or because this is, um, you know, this is out of your control in a way, you know. I mean, I wish him luck. I wish him the best.
1: Yeah, I'm scared for him. And I said that. I'm I'm like, you know, I'm I'm nervous.
6: Well, I I I, have this. uh, There was a Samantha Zephyr who went on our last cruise. And she's in... One of those, one of those saints. Uh, she's in the um, Bahamas. One of those Saint Martin or Saint mm-hmm. something, and she was kind of giving us the play-by-play uh, yesterday, and like taking videos, everything. And, and now I, she said that the worst is over, and we were just so scared for her because it was like such a dream of hers to, to move out there. And you know, uh, I think Auntie and I were going to go out there because she has this company called Two Fat Chicks Beer Company. How cool is that? Two fat chicks. <laughs> That's a plug for you, Samantha Zephyr, strong, beautiful woman. And um, MTV, she's the other, nothing personal, she's the other fat chick on, on the label. <laughs> but I love that. And and, and I know MTV was going to go out there and, and Samantha had mentioned something about me going out there. And we're like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. And now it's like it's, not to be scared because we have a cruise coming up that's going to the Bahamas. And I had somebody writing to me today going, okay, on, on the stops that we have, you know, what's going to happen. I go, well, our cruise is in March. And from what I heard, um, something like this hasn't happened in like 107 years, you know, which is, this is like something out of the movies. It just doesn't happen. Uh, and also I was kind of reading about the cruise ships. I think it was Royal Caribbean and, uh, who's carnival not Norwegian, and are talking about how they were able, the people, the cruisers, were able to stay on the ship if they wanted to, and they're talking about how they would be safe. but You, you don't know. And, you know, the, they didn't let them know that they could stay. So everybody was, like, running out of the ship, basically, to either get a rental car or flight or something. And when you got, like, 6 million people trying to get out in one area, you know, that is something like out of a movie. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just scary.
1: Seeing it on the news, it is—it's very scary.
6: Mhm. I mean, how is it? How does it affect every everybody where you're at? Are they? Are they watching like we're watching out here? And oh, you yeah. know, you feel helpless, and you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's totally like um, one of the guys I had on earlier in the show. He's he's uh, he's in Texas, and he was saying how he was affected and. You know, he's been helping people, but, but he didn't have it as bad as other people. And He's been sharing out, like you were saying, how your friend was in St. Martin and, and sharing out video and pictures. And he's been doing the same, and you you see the devastation. and
0: You really yeah. you know,
1: you can't imagine unless you're experiencing it, and I hope to God I never have to experience something like that.
6: Yeah, yeah. I've just never even heard of anything like this. I mean, I was here uh, in L.A. in a big earthquake. And that was pretty bad. that was something out of a war zone, so that was scary, and like freeways were you know tore down, they were splitting in half, and uh, you know, and we're always kind of worried about that out here is that we're gonna get right. you know an earthquake, and it can happen any time you just but you don't live in fear. this is something you know when you're in Florida they're going it's coming, it's coming like with a earthquake, you know a little bit, but you don't quite know.
1: Yeah, you don't have the the you don't have the, every station constantly drilling in your head. It's coming. It's coming.
6: Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I mean, know. so the stations go a little crazy, and, you know, it's news. It's, you know, it's history. It's news. So, of course, they're going to get their little, you know, their little bit in there, too, and the way they do it. But uh, I guess we go to the good old CNN to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no I'm afraid. <laughs>
1: We, we found that I don't have, have to go to one specific channel. It's
5: on every channel here.
6: I I know, but it's a, from different point of views, you know. <laughs> they still don't
5: know. All
6: the all the Did all I the point put a of bummer view on your had. show, babe. <laughs> no,
1: no it, it's this is it's 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 scary, but it's also very. Interesting.
6: Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know what, it's like on my phone, I'm like getting ready to call in. I'm like, let me see what Irma's doing, you know, and you you can't help but see what's going on, and you know what's going to happen. Is it supposed to be hitting Florida tonight?
5: No, Rox, it's not supposed to hit until Saturday or Sunday at some point.
6: Okay, so people are evacuating early enough because there's a lot of people then, so yeah but unfortunately
5: right now ninety five mm-hmm. and the turnpike was absolutely jammed, and gas was in short supply. There was lines that were over three four hours long for gas
6: oh but thats bad and I heard the government was gonna uh bring in more fuel
5: yes he is and and there was fuel okay. trucks there that have been coming in. But oh, still, I mean, as many people are getting gas, and they're not only getting gas for getting on the road, they're getting gas for uh, their generators for the next few days or whatever they're going to be using. Uh, so yeah. it, it is in short supply. It's not that there's there's a lack of it, it's in, just in short supply until the next trucks come running through.
6: Right, so. because you're saying 6 million people. It's a lot yeah. of evacuating. Wow,
5: it is. Crazy. It is. I it just is. hope it everybody will be
6: okay. Here. You know, it's sad.
5: Well, it, it, the thing is, I, I I sat through Matthew last year, and mm-hmm. luckily enough for us, three day. Well, no, it it, it zoomed past us and went and hit uh, a different section of Florida. So, right. uh, you never know what's going to happen up until it happens, and you know,
6: well, some people know, are uh... staying. Like Florida's known for hurricanes or are they do they get just small yeah. hurricanes?
5: Yeah, yeah, I you know, they get uh, no matter what, usually they the, they get winds at least, uh, you know, some pass by and uh some, you know, dissipate before getting there, but Yeah. Uh, it, it it a major one hasn't hit in 10 years, I think. Up until oh, last said, year like and even then we didn't get like directly hit
6: like this was like 107 years. I mean, that's how big this is. Yeah, was. well, it
5: it yeah, it, it, this one is quite huge before hitting. It, you know, is this there Jimmy? hasn't been one this big. Yes, it is, love.
6: Is this Jimmy? Oh. Yes. Okay, so you're the one that's actually you're not you're not moving. You're staying.
5: No, yeah. I'm I, I'm going to ride it out and and see what happens. So I have a You have uh, animals? I have one. I have uh, yeah, a dog Sally, little Sally.
6: Okay. So, Sally. Yeah. That's cute. Yes.
5: <laughs> um, so you're just going to yeah, stay
6: home and watch the Ford, huh? Uh, yeah. Uh,
5: again, I have the the house that I'm in. I have my hurricane shutters up. Uh oh, good. My roof is okay. rated up to 150 mile an hour winds.
6: Yeah. You know what? If I had all that, I might just stay there too. You know, I, I don't think a lot of people have that, do they? Jenny, Daddy, he disappeared. Is he okay? Okay, well, okay. I'm glad I got to talk to him, though. <laughs> either way, you know, he was nice to me. That's why I'm calling. Kind of like, is this Jimmy? <laughs> 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 that was a first. He, like, very- is that you? <laughs> uh, but that's cool. We got some insight on, you know, from somebody actually there. So that's, you know, instead of. Looking at you know the worst of stuff. It's good to hear that he's got his stuff taken care of. And you know,
1: yeah. Like I, I was going to ask him too. Like, do you need to like go and and, and double check? Like, like how do you find out? Like, how uh, how much wind your roof can sustain?
6: What would he say? One hundred fifty miles per hour. Yes. Okay, and that's a guarantee.
1: <laughs> right like how do you know that like yeah
6: well yeah i'm like unless you had a hundred i'm sure they did like test on him or something but first thing there was winds up to what 180 185 or something
1: right right
6: well i hope it just goes over his house and just goes. i remember i was in it was the connecticut when there was supposed to be something there and they were like closing airports and I was at a Motel 6 and we were waiting for this, uh, I don't know if it was a hurricane or what tornado or something. Do you remember that? And they were closing the bridges in um, I think it was like 2000, maybe 11 or 10 or something. And they closed down the uh, the bridge in, uh, was it New York? But it affected that whole area. And then we, we got there. And then it was just like nothing. It just kind of like passed us off and it was like like built it up so huge. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is good. Which is good, but still, you know, it freaks everybody out. I of that uh, Alfred Hitchcock was he the one that um did about the aliens and he had a a show on the radio. And he was talking oh, about how the aliens were coming, the aliens were coming and people didn't Orson know Wells. it was a radio show. Orson yeah, Wells. Oh, yeah, yeah, Orson Welles, yeah.
1: Yeah. He freaked everybody out.
6: Yeah, and then you know that's what I think of. Hmm. Okay, we got totally off track. I guess I just took <laughs> over the interview.
0: <laughs>
6: oh. You have a you thinking, doing... Roxy, today, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. So how was
1: uh, how's the new addition, The the new uh, the new pup?
6: Ringo Star. Oh God, I think he's in love with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I you know I miss my look, see but I have this uh, this new cat that I absolutely adore. His name is Cheddar, and he's looking more like a block of cheddar every <laughs> day. He's just he's so adorable. So he was a rescue. So I wanted to go to another rescue and get a dog, and I went to a place called Rock and Rescue, and that's where we found Ringo. And Dan was like, Yeah, yeah, I don't really want a, a white dog, you know, a multi blue or whatever, because we had Pixie, and he's had. A German Shepherd, you know, before, so we weren't really looking. But Ringo, um, he had his hair all on his eyes, just like Ringo Starr. He was so cute. So I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll try him out for a couple of days. And I didn't know, but that we actually adopted him right then and there. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> he is such a great dog. He just fits in with the cats, with everybody. He's very, he gets walked like four or five times a day he is so spoiled that I think he needed to be spoiled I think he's had a tough little life oh. but I think he's older than they tell us
0: <laughs> oh well that's usually
6: yeah, he's not uh, yeah, like oh, yeah, he's five years old and I'm looking at one of his eyes that look a little light and I'm like I don't think so <laughs> but I'm like that's okay if he would have been eight, nine I wouldn't have cared you know I don't need to get go get that grand little pup and, you know, and start all over again. I, I wanted an older dog and I wanted uh, an older cat. Yeah, you know, no. I don't want to be popped away when I get older like that. Yeah, Roxy's getting a little <laughs> old. Let's just throw her away. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I had to make your show a little special. Something a Absolute. little different. Mm-hmm. I have to say, Absolutely. though, congratulations on this.
0: You know, Thank you. whenever
6: you invite me to something like this, you know, I watch you all the time and I see what's going on. And I swear you and Jess need your own reality show. <laughs>
0: <Nah>. No. No.
6: <laughs> no, not after what's his no. name? Robert? No. <laughs> like, forget it. No, but you guys are so fascinating no <laughs> you I used know? To
1: think, wait, no. wait I
6: are not fascinating
1: think, well I used to think like yeah yeah you know I, I think we could be a funny reality show but as uh-huh. we're getting older I'm realizing like no, no.
6: The, you don't my, want people my, into your life
1: <laughs> there's not much going on I mean there's a lot of just me on the couch
6: <laughs> that's good I like that <laughs> That could be very interesting.
1: Nah, very boring. Well, Un- unless
6: I think, yeah,
1: Yeah, she she would make it interesting probably, but unless yeah, you saw like funny. last night, I had my uh, my Biuri strip on my nose. That my daughter was. Bingo. Oh, did
6: you get a lot of them out? <laughs> <laughs> Those <laughs> were the best when they came out, weren't they?
1: It, it, they're scary. It's really scary.
6: No, yeah. I mean, I remember when they first came out. Oh, what it was like ten, fifteen years ago? And you put them on there, and they harden on your nose. And then yeah. if you rip them up. It's like, yikes! <laughs> like, put yep. them back in. <laughs> <laughs> Got, like holes in your nose.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. That that was. I the... used to
6: work for a dermatologist. So I'm sorry. I thought that was pretty cool when they first met, And I used to pop pencils. <laughs> Oh. My my daughter would go. You gotta I, come on. You've seen these ones on on YouTube where you go look at. Their, you gotta watch this one. And somebody popping his pimple. I'm like, where, where is it? See it. And people get you know disgusted, but I am so intrigued by it. So when the uh, Biori came out, I was like, "This is great." <laughs> Another fascinating fact about Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm like oh,
1: like freaked out. Like, so you used to have to do that when you work in a dermatologist office.
6: Yeah, I worked at yeah when I lived in Alaska. I worked at a for a dermatologist, and Wait. I would have to do that. And you know these people would come in and you'd have to like clean their skin out because you have to in order to heal it. And some of these poor people would come in, and it was like, and I'm like, whoa, this is cool. <laughs> 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 when were I you know. in Alaska?
0: Oh,
1: I missed that huh? part. When were you in Alaska?
6: Oh God, it was right after high school. It was like I moved to Alaska, and my mom worked for Alaska Airlines, and um, so I got a pass to go out there. It was just kind of fun to get out of Seattle, and I lived there for about a maybe a year, and then I moved right to Maui. Right from there to Maui And then I stayed in Maui with my sister For about like six months And I could not get a job Because you have to be on the island for um, At least six months So I had to trim bud just to get off the island <laughs> Another fascinating fact about me
1: <laughs> Oh man Yeah I didn't know this stuff about you I'm learning, I'm learning Roxy
6: facts tonight Oh god there's so much Yes Yes, there's so much. But you no, know, I thought I'd, I'd do something a little different. I really, I mean, as much as I want to say, come on the afterglow cruise, go into the Bahamas, I'm really holding back. So nothing personal. It's just that, I mean, everything will be fine. I just, does it sound weird? Like, I respect, I just think, you not go there?
1: Well, you know, I. I... I don't go on the cruise, so you know that about me.
6: <laughs> I would
1: love to. But... Well,
6: and you know what? You will never ever go on a cruise after this. <laughs> yeah. But it almost seems like the people that are on the water that they're almost safer out there than they are. In. So I think I'd rather be out there. You know,
1: the thought—I don't just the thought alone just scares the living hell out of me.
6: Oh God, so much. Fun. Great. And my, I took my first cruise, I think it was about four years ago. And I've always wanted to go. But I always, it was like for older people. Wait, I'm older. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking to myself like I'm funny. Wait, one of those people. <laughs> Damn it. I am nah. getting old. I like cruises. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, stop. The, the, the way you guys uh, have a blast and party on there, please. I, couldn't, I wouldn't be able to keep up with
6: you. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we have so much fun. And uh, we're, I think we're going to do a bon voyage party this time out in New York. I don't know how cold it's going to be. But uh, it, it's fun. And um, we're visiting NASA. Am I saying it right? NASA? NASA? and. I guess that area is okay. So, you know, um, I just don't know, know what to expect. I just, I don't know. It's just kind of a scary thought right now, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. Well, for you, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to say it again. I'd feel more safe if I was in that area being on a cruise ship than I would actually on land right now. So I'm actually good to go. And you know what? You want to keep everything going, you know, the cruise lines and keep it all going because that's money coming into the port, you know, that, that True. people, so, you know, like we can't just stop going there. we got to keep it going.
1: Yeah. And plus, I mean, like if you were on the boat at this rate, you'd be safer on the boat because the boat would be travelable at almost any direction on land anymore.
6: Yeah, and these are big boats. It's not like, you know, I would not put a, a fishing boat out there. There was no way I'd go out there. You know, like even looking at the cars leaving uh, Florida, they had their boats on the back of their trucks, and they were hanging out. I think I just would have left my boat there. I don't know if I would have brought my boat. Like my kids, my animals, that is all I need.
1: I, I saw somebody uh, on Facebook that I know that lives down in Florida and they have uh kayaks and they put that out there on Facebook today they're like we we're, we're leaving or no, we we're staring put should we fill our kayaks and like sink them in the bottom of our pool or should we bring them in the house in case we're going to need them
6: uh yeah what would you, you do i'd bring weird. them in the house
1: yeah i mean but i would bring true, it in the house
6: true, though because if there's water yeah you have your kayaks
1: yeah just the fact that just you got like...
6: Your house is going to be submerged in water. It's just kind of a weird thing, you know? Exactly. Scary. Yeah, I would grab my glow pictures. Anything glow. <laughs> <gasps> well, I have now, my original glow Polaroids. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: You got to like put them on Facebook. What are you
6: doing? I think I did put a few on there. Um, my sister was there... I think it was in eighty seven. She actually took pictures, and I have the original pictures of Mount Bg and me. I put them up there a few times, and they were shots that have never nobody's ever seen before.
1: Yeah, that's classic stuff.
6: Mm hmm. Yeah. So, Bay, where do you go from here? I mean, where do you go from here?
1: <laughs> uh, I, I go to uh, episode two fifty one. <laughs>
6: Wow, and then up to... Wait, how long did it take you to do 250?
1: Uh, five years.
6: That's a long time. Mm-hmm. And do you still do the show once a week?
1: Yeah, yep, live once a okay, week. Okay, at, at,
6: at your work, okay? And by the way, do you still have your really cool car? Of course, yes, I do. Okay, yeah, you don't really flaunt it that much, so I was asking... Um. Do they know, like, the people you talk to?
1: <laughs> um, No.
6: Really? No. Yeah. Because you talk to very good, cool people.
1: Yeah, like, it, it, the uh, the place I work at that I uh, sell cars, it's a very weird, very small, weird situation. Like, <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a small little used car lot, and there's three people there. There's two owners who hate each other they don't talk to each other and oh. they are literally, they're literally two dealerships under one roof so one guy has one side of, of the lot the other guy has the other side of the lot and they're And offices, where are you in this? <laughs> I am their offices are on separate sides of the building and my uh-huh. office is in the middle and I'm like Oh the that's funny. Decon yeah oh yeah, I'm like the ping pong ball. They both come to me and bitch about the other one and they go back and forth and they 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 don't uh, it's it's a freak show. But they don't really So
6: they need you. They need you <laughs> to separate and, and,
1: them. Plus they're not like uh computer literate. So I'm like mm-hmm. the internet guy and I just, you know, if I feel like going in, I go in. If not, I'll just stay home and work from home or whatever unless I have appointments and Oh,
6: that's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I go in, like today I go in, and I was working on getting stuff ready for tonight's show, and I did some work for them, and I shut my door, and I put my music on and do my own thing.
6: Oh, that's good, man. No, I think it's better to be like that and work at a big car dealership where you're walking in, and you've got like 20 other people. Yeah. I mean, I dread even walking onto a lot now.
1: I'll tell you what, when somebody comes on the lot, like they come in mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they'll tell me what their car they want. I answer any questions they got. And then I give them the keys and say, here, go check it out. Like, I don't even go out with them anymore to look at the car. Like, they don't need me standing yeah. over their shoulder. Go look
6: at the car. Yeah, and... It's like if you like it, you like it. And you know. Yeah. So it's not a hard sale.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, and it then looks if...
6: like you keep selling cars. So. <laughs>
1: I had a, a. This month was a good month. It's otherwise it's good. been slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're in September. And let's hopefully it'll keep rolling.
6: Oh, good. Well, I hope so. I always like to see ching ching another car.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> me <laughs> too. Winning
6: hashtag to winning. <laughs> winning, winning.
1: So, how about uh, w- what's going on in Roxyland That uh, beside uh, uh, yeah. you
6: know. Um. Boy, there's a lot going on. There's so much I can't even really say. Still, ugh, that is so frustrating. But I can say this, okay, without really giving too much away. Sarah Silverman is a big fan of Glow. going to put that out there. Okay. You like that?
1: I, I I do like that, and that could mean a million things.
6: Let your mind wander. hmm. Mm hmm. I sing a rap. How's that? How's that? There's another one. (laughs) Uh You like that one?
1: Is is this like on uh, video anywhere for us to see this?
6: Uh, I will let you know. I just had to throw that little tidbit out there. Okay, because I'm always doing things, even though I get quiet sometimes, it means also I've been doing like mad hair lately. Um, so that's, that's always a good thing, but I'm also working, uh, working with the producer to try to bring, um, the afterglow back. And so we're working on something right now. And if this transpires, which I know it will, I mean, I could totally, and I've been saying this from the start, bay, even from way back, my first Kickstarter that I want to see the glow girls something and I want to see them on TV. You know, or they can finally get something so, you know, the fans can see these, the real Glow Girls, you know, up close and personal. I don't know if you saw, though, that Sunny and I were in uh, Wisconsin a couple weeks ago and I got to play pool with Jake the Snake. He asked me about four times if I wanted to hold the snake and I said no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I go,
6: I don't see the snake, Jake. Okay. <laughs> and I played him in pool and I lost only because I scratched. Other than that, I almost beat his ass and pulled it. That would have been a highlight of it. Um, Major highlight is that Sunny and I walked in on Kong, who's also known as the Welfare Queen on the Glow Netflix show. At the end of our match, um, she picked up our hands and put our hands up high in the air, like, Glow Girls Unite. She was really, really sweet. It was great to, to walk her out. Kind of brought like a a cool, like you know, with everything going on and everybody speculating and wondering, you know, and and her, she just really had, she was like okay with everything. So I always kind of think like the Glow Girls have been running around crazy, like thinking things and like the originals and what about this, what about that, because the fans have actually been asking us really for years since it was enough, But they're off doing their parts and doing their job and. You know, got picked up for season two, which could benefit us all. Bay, is when I tell you that. Okay? Sure. Benefit sure. us all. Yeah. So, working on that, um, there's something else coming in the works. And I swear, Bay, as soon as I know, you'll be the first one, I will tell, on radio. Okay. Okay?
1: You now, here's something. I'm going to blow you away. Like, I just... Uh, I just pulled up and I was able to pull this up and find out. Uh, the first episode that you came on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are you ready for this? Was Tonight yeah. Radio number 20. Wow. March 21st.
6: That's a lot. Wow, I thought I'd been oh. for a while.
1: Four and a half years ago. uh
6: Huh? Okay, hey, so is that wait, no, you were you were at the radio show where we actually talked about the kickstarter. You were the show.
1: We we that, that, was, that you. was Yeah.
6: That was yeah, you. Was time. You had MTV on there talking and saying, "Hey Roxy, what about that Kickstarter?" and it wasn't started yet. I thought about it and talked about it, but she called me on the spot. I go, Oh yeah, that Kickstarter. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> and I hadn't done like the following week. So you were the one where it got announced.
0: How about that?
6: Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying yep. you were there from the beginning even before the actual Afterglow Kickstarter. You even donated to the Afterglow. Okay, I, I don't forget that. <laughs> you uh, donated. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of like, look, if I'm asking people and I'm going to go through with, you know, the Afterglow, and I didn't know if it was going to stop the first show, but after that show, when I saw how much fun the Glow Girls had being on stage and the fans and the connection, I'm like, there is something here, you know, and, you know, it's got to be the right fit. It can't, uh, it's got to be the right timing, Uh, now is the right timing and now is the right fit. Because I think I've kind of proved, and a lot of the Glow Girls have proved, you know, that, hey, we are, we're still here. And there's a, a lot to us. You know, the fact that we got the CAC award that Sunny worked on, you know, last May, that was really, really cool. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, I think this could be the year for, you know, the original Glow Girls. Minus Minus Babe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Minus one person.
6: And I asked her to go to the Afterglow. I did ask her, and she um, declined. So.
1: That's amazing.
6: But I did have Godiva there. We had fun with her. I let her roast me, so she had a ball doing that. <laughs> mhm.
1: Oh, boy. Now, now I mean, are uh, you going to bring the Glow Girls out here to Philadelphia?
6: I remember we were trying to do that, in- Something happened, and, hey, you know what it is? It takes money, you know? And if I – one thing I want to do is I'm working with this uh, production company. If this thing goes through, the thing I told them is I want to be able to um, shoot a band party, the stage shows, and who knows where it could go. Maybe it's L.A., maybe there, if you think we have a big enough audience. But I think the the cool thing about the show could be, like, whole setup of us getting together and the, the creation of the actual shows out there, I think that would be good. I remember when I got the first Afterglow together, I took everything like I'm going to do the stage, I'm going to do the lighting, I'm going to do this. I did it all because I had this vision that it had to be how I wanted. So if we go to Philadelphia, that that show is going to be a breeze. It's going to be this is what I've been doing like for the last four years. So I think you know the main thing as long as you got the Glow Girls, you've got a show. I,
1: I know. I,
6: so get us so out much. there, Bay.
1: <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, Nick, my, my co-host, he's messaging me. There's so much stuff we should be doing with with Roxy and all these glow girls. So oh, much. you
6: have no idea. Trust me, Bay, when I say this, you want to be a part of us. You do.
1: I do. That's why I always And it's quiet.
6: <laughs> no, it's this year and it's just so close to a lot of things and I just know um, you know and the thing though too is like you would have to promote you would have to you know um, have the glow girls out there and you'd have to fly them out and give them something and we can throw throw them a subway sandwich and they would be happy you know (laughs) as long as glow girls get out to the fans they are good you know so what do you think, Philadelphia? Yeah, New
1: York. You think we, you have a big what? enough audience for it? We you gotta do like, a, like the convention circuit, like the whole, you know, with the whole thing. You know where I think you guys would do really good is um, there's, uh, it's called Chiller Theater, and, and it started out as like a horror convention, and it, for years it was like a yeah, horror I, convention. I've
6: heard of that. It's
1: more of like a pop culture con now, where I mean they have like people from all different genres of entertainment, whether it's you know yeah. the horror movies or classic TV shows or music or whatever, um, and they do it twice a year, and mm-hmm. the the amount of people they get to come out to this thing is amazing. Um, yeah, I, I think you guys would be perfect for something like that.
6: Well, I think now with the whole hype of Glow, it's people like um when we were, you know, over in um Wisconsin, they were like, Oh my god, the Glow Girls and now you get more of a, I I mean that's a good thing that Glow Netflix did, you know, free advertising is that when you mention Glow, people now know what it is. So I think you know like any girl out there, whether it's me, Sunny, Gremlina, um, Hollywood, she's always a big draw. Matilda's a big draw. Uh, you get a couple of glow girls, and I think, um, you know, that would be good. Like, even the girls that live out there, if they could go to these things. Because uh, I think we have glow girls worldwide. Uh, uh, Hollywood in Nashville. Grammy lives in Virginia. And a lot of the girls live out here in L.A. So maybe I should do another L.A. show and have you come out, babe. I'd love to. Wouldn't that be great? You were only in Burbank, you and your wife.
1: Especially with no boat involved, it would be so much better.
6: No boat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm talking to MTV where I go... Because I always get these ideas. Now I call her up. I go, MTV, I think I want to do a play. I want to do a six-week run. I want to do it at the Zephyr Theater somewhere. I think I want to do a play. I want to have the glow girls on the stage, and I want to do this. And she's like,
0: oh, God, rock.
6: I go, no, you don't understand. I see it. (laughs) And this is how the afterglow was. And she goes, all of a sudden, she's like, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's talk.
1: See, that sounds like... Like, who wants to go on the,
6: on the Rocky ride? Let's go.
1: See, we, this is why we got to combine all these worlds. we got to combine the glow world, the totally driven world. we got to combine all these worlds and make this happen and just take over the world.
6: I think we should. And we just, we don't forget. This is how I am. You don't forget who got you there. That's very important to me. Very important. Come along with me.
1: Hey, I'm, not, I'm not, never forgetting you, so we're there.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I plan on taking over at least the glow world or the afterglow world. I can take over that. But you know what? I've got some good people with me that are helping. So, you know, we always have, like, Debbie Dallas and Angel and Grammy and Sunny, and we're always doing balance. Oh, in fact, tomorrow a few of us are going to – uh, I think Matt was at the Egyptian Theater for one of his movies, I think, back in the 70s. And a, a few of the glow girls are going there. Like on a little red carpet with Matt. Timber. Mm-hmm. That's kind of wild, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, I got to figure something which, something which, I don't remember what it's called. Kind of like a slasher movie back in the 70s. And all I know is after watching Death Wish, those movies back then were brutal. <laughs> just <laughs> oh yeah. Just a tad. My God, death wish Deathwish one, Death wish Two, Three, okay, it's a little too much. Four. <laughs> <laughs> and they are doing like a remake. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, like no. Remake, remake on everything.
1: I know. It sickens my stomach.
6: Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm excited, like, you know, with, with the Glow Netflix, um, from what I've heard, that they're going to do more wrestling. So hopefully it's more, more glitter, more, more wrestling, more fun. But the fact that they got a, a second season off of that, you know, not not shocking, a little surprising, but you know what? There was so much buildup and so much excitement that I knew it was going to get picked up. But actually there was a lot of – Netflix was canceling a lot of shows with really big budgets. So, I mean, it's good. That glow kind of, you know, stood there and now it could go, you know, like the new orange, the new black and, um, you know, do five or six seasons. So who knows? As long as it's there, we're going to stay here too. Might even surpass it. I think.
1: Interesting. Now I'm surprised they're, like <laughs> they're not showing the old, uh, the old shows that, I mean, that would be huge for you guys.
6: Oh, that's one of those things I'm going to say, babe. You'll, I, I will tell you the moment I know something, you will be the first to know. Interesting. <laughs> I love doing this to you. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's, I'm trying to tell you this could be a very big year. Huge. I'm not going to say tremendous. I'm going to just say huge. <laughs> well,
1: huge is tremendous.
6: Oh, but that's what Donald Trump says. <laughs> I'm so tired of that oh. word. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, boy,
6: Yeah, you boy. fell right into that one. <laughs> let me pick you up. Here we go.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Please, dust me off. Here we go.
6: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, there's so much that I'm so close that I can tell you. But I will you'll be like the first one if you want to do a radio interview. But you want me just to message you, I'll let you know. Either way. Maybe I'll just message you when I know.
1: Yeah, message me because, uh, you know, this way I'll have to wait until we go on the air to get the news.
6: I'll I'll do that. Because I just want you to know, because to me, I think all this started because of four and a half years ago. You know? But I gave you some really good little, little teasers, didn't I? Absolutely. Yeah. Sarah now, Silverman loves Glow. You were talking about Glow being on the original tapes, shows. Hmm. And what was another hmm? Hmm. Glow, what? the afterglow. That, that's another one, too. So until wow. there's something signed and done, then to me it's not official. So.
1: <laughs> this is true.
6: Yes, it, but it, I will definitely like let you know as soon as I know.
1: It's like a car business. It's not a sale until that car drives off the lot.
6: Exactly. And then you're always wondering if they're going to bring it back. <laughs> so, right?
1: That, that is Buyers or more. Dread. That is such a dread in the car business.
6: I know. I know. So that's why we want everything locked in. I don't, you know, want to say, hey, we got, we have interest. We have major interest in the glow Girls. But like I said, it had to be the right time. And um, this is it. The
1: time it is now. Be better
6: mm-hmm. time is now Yeah,
1: very nice. Cool. Is
6: that you what? clicking? Uh, that was
1: somebody. Yeah, somebody messaging me. It was Nick. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey
6: Nick.
1: Nick. Nick Nick's messaging me creative stuff and uh, yeah. Creative he's,
6: he's pl- stuff.
1: Making plans for you. He's already got a business venture for you lined up.
6: Oh, good, Nick. I love to hear new stuff. Oh, uh, I. It, I'm, go- I'm
4: gonna put a whole presentation together for you. I
6: love to see anything different or any. There's that that can be done. Just gotta have that person with that vision, right, Nick?
8: Awesome.
6: <laughs> Message me any ideas, anything. I'm open up to anything. I listen to everybody. Pitch everybody's uh, idea. I listen to everybody.
0: There you Mm -hmm. go.
1: And next thing you know, she should be in Philly eating cheesesteaks. So be prepared.
6: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) That sounds real good.
1: Absolutely. Can't happen soon enough.
6: No. No, I know. I know. It needs to happen.
1: Yeah, so are you going time.
6: to work tomorrow, Bay?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
6: I have to go. Oh, I was going to tell you, you deserve a day off after this. <laughs> Just let them know Roxy gave you a day off. <laughs>
1: You're going to write and me a, a note?
6: Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. And it's going to work.
1: <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it, it'll work. Sure, yeah, it'll work. Sure.
6: I tried. Okay, I wanted to have you out there a little bit. I know I was, you're on was, the phone, what, 1130 at night? What is it?
1: Yeah, 1137.
6: Oh, I'm the last one. It's a good way to go out.
1: See, we saved the best for last. I called it. Yeah, just
6: that 1050 was just calling my name. I felt kind of squished in with the other one, so just wanted to have... Nothing on the other side of the 1050. <laughs> I, I, I
1: was kind of shocked. Like when, when I sent you list there and you were like 1050, I was like, wow. And then I was like, hmm, that was pretty smart of her.
6: I like that. I don't know why. I just got my attention out of any of those times. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm good to go on that.
1: Yeah, you turned, you turned a ten, 10 minute slot into a 45 minute slot.
6: Oh, did we really? Was this a 10-minute slot? <laughs> well, <laughs> you put this on your 251 show. How about that?
1: <laughs> How, we're, we're already on show 251.
6: Yay! So I I went through the 250, 251 by one show. How about that? Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm happy I <laughs> could do it.
1: <laughs> we got to make
6: the Roxy Astor show. I know we were talking about that, but I'll be honest. I don't know how you do it. How do you do it?
1: (laughs) Honestly, I don't know.
6: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I thought there was like this big magical answer. Oh, really, bae? Okay. (laughs) I'm like, because Sunny does a a show every Sunday. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, just to know you got to be there every week.
1: (laughs) Well, see, it's a lot easier for me because I'm just in my house. <laughs> so it, that okay. hard part um the the hard part is just um getting situated for it every week, and it's been getting harder and harder where um because I've been trying to do so much, and it's been taking yeah. now time away from the show, like doing the magazine uh, now I do the magazine oh,
6: and I still I, gotta take a picture with the magazine I still gotta do that
1: Oh, you never sent me a picture.
6: Oh, yeah, see, I just reminded you. If I didn't do that, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> see that? Yeah, yeah I like that magazine. That was nice.
1: And, yeah, but, like, especially the first one, when I had really no clue of what I was doing or how I was doing
8: it, it, it took yeah. me, like,
1: four weeks to pull it together. This one, like, I knew, like, kind of had an idea of, like, all the work it took, so... I really started preparing. Yeah, so but
6: that's like everything. Like even my first show, I had no clue what I was doing, and then I was like, "Yeah, you want a show? We'll all be there." You know, it's once you got it down, it's it's easy. You got this. Right. But I'll definitely take a picture next week and send it out to you. Yeah. I just had to I wait heard. to get my hair done. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's uh, the truth. <laughs> too funny. Yeah, we gotta add that to the question. Okay, Dave, I'm actually gonna have to walk out. Oh. I have to leave you. Oh. I know. Don't don't use me as your stay up medicine, okay? I'm not the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: if you say so. But
6: it was good to be here on your 250th show. Congratulations. Thank you, my dear. And if anybody's listening, hopefully my voice puts you to sleep.
1: <laughs> On the East Coast.
6: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: All right, Rox. Well, thank uh, you so much, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll be talking soon. And Nick will be putting her proposal great. together. Yeah, please. and
6: I'll, yeah, and I'll send that off sweet. Please. All right. Thanks, Bay, for having me.
1: Always. Thanks, Rox.
6: All right. Bye, bye.
1: Alright well, there she goes. Our favorite glow girl, Roxy Aster.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I can make so much money with that idea, say.
1: <laughs> Put the wheels in motion, Nick.
4: Oh you have no idea.
1: <clears throat> what what the hell is uh what's stopping us? Like seriously. All these ideas it's between gone. the two of us that we like talk about, come up, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like so,
4: stopping us.
1: What the it fuck takes is
4: happening?
1: You just answered the question. Thank you. Never mind. It's
4: what it is. You know what I That's mean? It? Like I I sit here and I have a folder full of projects, dude, and I'm like, yo this screenplay, we should do something with this. Yo, this graphic novel, but when it comes down to it, like Everything costs money and people are so slick nowadays that they know their work and everybody is asking more. You know what I mean? Like you you used to be able to find like a talented artist that would team up with a good writer and put a project together. You know what I mean? But now everyone was paid up front. Mm.
1: Always a catch.
4: Yeah, buddy. But this, the startup cost wouldn't be astronomical.
1: No, not at all. Look that at.
4: would be so much fun.
1: Black man is, like, at Planet Fitness right now. Go to bed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. What a fucking show. Tonight was a great fucking show. What a fun show. It got.
4: in. Feel like it's been as long as it has. You know what I mean? Not the show-wise, like the whole length of Totally Driven Radio at this point. I mean, it still feels like yesterday that we were not on the Totally Driven Network.
1: (laughs) It, It feels like yesterday that we were talking Bond girls. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. Wow. Time has flown, man.
4: It has, dude. And, and we continue to, you know, try new things and grow and, and stuff like that. Which, by the way, next week, do you want to do the funeral song still?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind me. All right, me. cool. Early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's because that's such a deep thing. I can't, like, do a last-minute thing of that.
19: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I
4: think I've had mine written down since that night. Wow. Oh,
0: that's funny.
16: And you know
1: what's crazy? That's something like I've even thought of like preparing ahead of time before I go, which is morbid.
4: I, you know, lately I've been thinking about doing that, like on my computer, like a file that's just like open in case of my death, and it's just like. Instructions on shit that needs to be done, or how to do certain things, and you know what I mean. It's fucked
1: up, dude. It really is.
4: It is, but it's practical. I mean, we have so much shit going on in so many different projects. Like, stuff would get abandoned if people didn't know how to access it, and you know what I mean.
1: True. Very true
0: Yep
1: Oh man oh man Now comes the part I hate I hate, I actually hate like fucking Such a great show tonight I can't yeah. thank everybody Really Everybody that fucking called in
4: No we've been on a roll lately man It's done a lot of good shows in a row
1: Good stuff uh, dude, and I gotta say, like, too, man, the people that called in tonight, man, all the, these are people, you know, that do the show a lot, and at the drop of a hat, like, I can just say, yo, you know, and, and they're there, like, no matter what, like, you know, what I mean, like, they're they're truly like our our core team, and um there's oh, a few new yeah. ones, you know, I mean. Kriegar, she's always with us. You know, Rachel, Rob Carlyle, Marcus Scott, um, Roxy, um, Henry, um, and and now add to the bunch, uh, you know, Chris Fraley, Black Man. I mean, that dude, he he put up a nice little hunk of money uh, towards the magazine to help out and put his ad in there and on. And, and, you know, I, I can't That's fucking off. thank that dude enough. Um, the guys in in Rough House, they're like so behind us, man, and and pushing us, and and they're just so into it, and they, you know, just keep thanking me and like crazy for all that we've been doing for them, and you know they want to help out as much as possible. Um, the dude Marzi, Marzi Monteseri, what I, like that fucking dude. One thing, <laughs> When I interviewed him uh, A few months back You know we Just talking to him that one time Like I didn't even really know who he was Um, Right Here he fucking played guitar with uh, Phil Amsamo from Pantera um, On and off For years And he's got his own band Heaviest Texas He put out his solo album Um, But just talking with that dude He that dude Is real I mean he's that dude's got a Fucking heart of gold and he's very sincere, and especially with this whole Texas stuff. Seeing like how he's helping people and all that, man, out there with that flood and all that shit, dude. It's it's fucking real, and it's very moving. Um, watching, that. and I've been like, con- like after seeing some of the shit he was doing and helping out, like now I'm like constantly checking his page to see what he's doing because it's so. Really. Yeah, dude. Like that fucking dude. Like heart of gold, man. Really. Like he, he got wings awesome. after this shit. And, and and Kristen Burt, too. She's alone. Can't forget Kristen. And I, I, that's another one I, I really need to figure out when she started. Uh, it, it's been probably at least three to four years now. She's been with us.
4: Yeah, it's crazy. Like uh, because we were we were originally gonna have her on TV Nation, and then I kind of just you know. Drop the ball, <laughs> but I mean I don't know if you remember way back when, like exchanging emails, like hey, should we contact this lady?
1: Yeah, oh, I totally remember.
4: Uh, I, it's it's amazing how long it was. Like it seems like yesterday, dude.
1: You know, it's it's pretty wild too because if I'm not mistaken. We came across her through, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, Radio
4: Guest List.com. Yes.
1: Thank you. Yep. I was trying to, rem- I can picture the emails and I just can't remember the name of it. Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah, and, but it was just such a good fit and it was like something uh, with topics that we weren't really talking about at the time. So, you know what I mean? It added some new content. It was just, That's
1: worked out amazingly. Yeah, and I think definitely the last year, year and a half, I think we've really hit, like, a new stride with her, Uh, probably because we've really gotten, you know, to know each other better, and the conversation has just gotten so much deeper and, and longer. I love our long conversations with her.
4: I know what you mean though, because at first it was just like straight up, I'm here to tell the Hollywood news, and then like it's evolved into real conversation, and and you know we she, we kind of know each other now, and we know that we don't agree with each other all the time, and it's because it's, it's so much cooler. Yeah, totally. And mm-hmm. she's so funny, dude. I follow her on Instagram, and and she is a constant source of entertainment for me.
1: What? <laughs> oh, that's funny. What is that? Your phone?
4: Yeah, man, I had it plugged in and it's uh, pain in the ass. It was vibrating. I get like
1: hmm. mad
4: notifications. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is
1: Great. Cool. Are, are, are you ready for um for it?
4: Nah, no, I man. I don't. I'm a grown up, and I don't do horror movies because I, I already have nightmares. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I'm already paranoid and worried about shit. Like, do you really need me to watch a two-hour movie about clowns? <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. Oh,
1: man.
4: It's bound to be better than the original, though. I'll tell you that.
1: Dude, I that was the first I finally sat and watched the original the other day, and, and I was like, like be
4: honest. That at the end, the whole like last half an hour, maybe forty minutes of the movie, you're just like, is this fucking for real? Like, this isn't a real movie.
1: When, with that fucking ending with that spider, I I thought it was. I thought I was being ripped. I thought it was, the joke was on me. Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe. Like, first off. 45 minutes into the movie, I'm saying to myself, all right, cool. It's like halfway over. And and, and Jess hit pause by accident. And then I saw it was three hours long. I'm like, this is three hours? She's like, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, when's it going to get good? Like, (laughs) Like, what the fuck is going on here? And, and no, I then, do think the
4: kids' story is way better than the adult story. Agreed. Agreed. But it's bad. Like it's no, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and
0: dude.
4: apparently, that's what this movie is. There's gonna. This is only the kids' story.
1: That's what and I was then, wondering.
4: Yeah, yeah. The next movie is gonna be. Um, this one is called, like, The Loser's Club, and then the next one is called something else, and it, it's, like, 25 years in the future, a whole different cast and everything. Or You know what I mean? Like, it
8: uh, it's going to be cool
4: because really the only good thing about it was, was Tim Curry. You know what I mean? Like and But he's made his career doing other characters that are way better than this. I think the 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 only good thing that's going to come about it is like scary clowns are going to make a comeback.
1: Yeah, you know, he, you know it's funny. Um, there's a dude, uh, this guy Mike McManus, who does. Uh, he's been doing it the clown for years at the comic book, uh, like seen the comic con scene around here.
8: Oh and
1: really? Dude, fucking! Uh, I I want to let me pull up a picture of him. Dead on. Dead you need to hook
4: up on. with a dude that can do it like the new guys so that they're both like battling each other.
1: Dude, this guy, I mean... <laughs> the last status he put up. No one has ever had as much fun with the release of a movie as I'm going to have with it. Dude, he was going around <laughs> yesterday. He was going around yesterday. He was fucking car full of red balloons. And he was oh tied on fucking like uh here we go. He was he tied on uh a fucking spot a pot <laughs> <laughs> on uh on fucking uh you know, like manholes, fucking stop signs. Oh dude.
0: It's
4: funny, I saw something on Facebook yesterday that was about like it was like a New Jersey town is pissed off because somebody keeps tying red balloons to, <laughs> to the sewer covers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't him though.
4: So, that's so funny.
1: Um, uh, uh, let me find it. Fucking. Oh.
4: Yo, he would get so, I mean, if they had both the clowns and at, at, at one con, like, it would be non-stop pictures for them, dude.
1: Oh, dude! I mean,
4: he probably it already, has it now.
1: Yeah, totally. I I mean, he looks fucking the best. Um, and how the fuck is that? He also does a killer um green goblin. Here we go.
9: Oh wow, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
4: Damn. It looks so good because it's so simple. Like a a lot of people try to get carried away with it. Like this, this is exactly how it looked back then. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Who wants to see the 2017 version?
0: Here's his green guy cool, man.
1: You know what it is, too? Like, his, um, uh, the face is, like, a, a prosthetic mask or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, even, like, the, the Pennywise, it's, it's like a... Mm. Oh,
4: that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Damn, dude.
4: Dude, I'm telling you, all the people we know that do all kinds of bullshit, well, we need to have a totally dripping fan fest.
8: Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Uh, concert,
4: cosplay contest,
8: movie viewing. (laughs) You know what
4: I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, that Green Goblin is awesome.
1: Isn't that badass?
4: Hell yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Crack me up,
4: dude. Yo, I want to tell you about this story so bad, but it, it it's probably like a five ten minute story. Maybe.
1: And, and I have a feeling we're going to get cut off in like two minutes at 12 o'clock.
4: Yeah. I'm going to try and hold it for next week.
0: Did we already get cut off? No. No. Oh,
4: okay. A <laughs> moment of silence for our homies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I oh, man.
4: We have a moment of silence for Jimmy Gennetti who just disappeared in the storm.
1: <sighs> he said, uh. How happened?
0: Oh, you'd oh, be the alert. Warning.
1: Yeah. Knocked him off the phone.
4: No, like, listen to what we're saying, okay? We're saying that the government is sending so many warnings to get out of town that it knocked Jimmy off the phone, where he's. Staying
1: at home <laughs> like oh buddy, mattress or something. Yeah man. You know who else is staying down there? Is uh April Hunter. Oh
4: yeah, yeah. She's in uh yeah yeah. That's crazy. I know Just like five coming. other people that-